five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Energize Podcast episode 39. Barry, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, I just want to add in, we had already started the last podcast 20 minutes in, then we realised we can do way better than this, so we are like, right, let's start again. It was a bit Ransville and it was a bit negative, so we went again. So if you're new to the show, welcome. And if you're returning Energizer to the show, welcome back. Good so, man, good yeah, man, yeah, yeah. good man. Yeah, good man. We actually messed that up in the first podcast as well. Yeah. Because yeah. Barry asked me and I always get it wrong. Yeah. Very energized. Very energized. So, uh, I also want to say that we did a poll there last week about who should talk less into the Instagram uh, who should talk less to the, on the Instagram stories I and, won by a landslide uh, Ross won by a landslide and the, like Ross was so depressed the whole week like he was just so depressed <laughs> so, so if you vote for Ross to stop yeah, you have to send him a message saying we love you Ross yeah um, it was actually quite funny because a few people were messaging me like oh no we love you both yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and then like I got into work and one of the lads stopped me goes you know that poll you had on your Instagram I go yeah he goes he goes, was that a bit of a piss take or was that serious? And I was like, I was an absolute joke, man. He goes, oh, thank God. I thought one of these might get your feelings hurt or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, don't worry about it. And then he, what he goes, he goes, he goes, well, I voted for Barry, so don't worry. And I go, man, like, <laughs> I go, you didn't, you voted for me. And he goes, wait, can you see who voted for you? And I go, yeah. And he goes, oh, shit. Didn't Everybody's know that. Yeah. yeah, but he didn't know that. Oh, did not? Yeah, no, no. He was uh, like, he was like, I think you you could actually see like come back in his mind what he voted for in the past. <laughs> he, was like, he was like he was like, oh no, <laughs> like, oh no, oh no. Yeah, yeah, it was all. Oh, it was funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, we actually got so many nice messages. Yeah. That was actually like that. Actually, makes us keep going. Yeah, like, it, was, that, it, was, it was it was it was funny as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was. It was actually really really funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm actually going to give the rundown of the show because go for it. Very energized. That's what we do. Okay, on today's show, we're going to be talking about. What we got up to during the week? During the week. Uh, also, myself and Ross are back going to the gym because we're trying to become as big and as cool and as strong as you right now listening. Very you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we're also going to Manchester this weekend to see Manchester United obviously take on Huddersfield. Can't wait for that one. Yeah, That's yeah. going to be unreal because yeah. there's seven of us going over so there's a crew. It's going to get loose. And then uh, also, why a lot of people have probably tuned in today, we're going to discuss how to build your social media online. and uh, Basically, mainly Instagram. Yeah, the rest basically mainly suck. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, just looking at all the sort of platforms, um, it feels like, well, it depends sort of what niche you're in, but um, I feel like Instagram is going to be around the longest because you can also like sort of tag people in it, whereas on Snapchat you can't, and Facebooks are just really sort of dying out. So, and Twitter... It's very hard to build a personal brand on Twitter. It's, yeah, especially if you're not like very, very active on it. Like, yeah. I think Twitter, you have to be sending out like, 10 tweets a day yeah. to be building on it. And like, to be honest, I sort of, I don't actually even fully understand how to work yeah. sometimes. I, like, I don't know whether when I'm retweeting, I'm replying or retweeting. Yeah. And you know what? I don't really care to learn on it either. Yeah. Although you looked it up last week on first dates when yeah. Philly was on a, on telephone just to see what was said on that. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that, that was just because sometimes I'm... Like I find the funniest people are actually on Twitter. Like the one-liners that people yeah. throw out are, on, yeah. are very funny. On or that. even if like the Golden Globes is on, yeah. you can see what people are saying about it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. So uh, Ross, what you get up to the bleeding week, bro? Uh, so Monday, me and Baz went to the gym together. Tuesday, me and Baz went to the gym together. Wednesday, I went to the gym by myself. Friday, 
me and Baz went to the gym together. Hold smashing on. the gym. Hold on, you're going to take away everything I did during the week. All right. I also went to an engagement party on Saturday night and good that man. was a crack. And I was really paying for it on Sunday in work, which is like gas. Yeah, it was good, yeah? Yeah, it was actually a good crack. I really enjoyed it. Had a good time. What's you good up for the week? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, you already, the, the secret's out. You already said, like, basically, I've been going back training now because, like, myself and Ross, like, when we go, we, we're just like, I don't know, it's great to have, like, a best friend who, like, pushes you and, like, you're like, oh, no more. And he's just like, I'll put on the extra 20 plates, you know what I mean? And yeah. then, like, like Ross also, like, sort of, he, he makes a program that's sort of, like, easy to follow. And then, like, when, when I go... Very easy to replicate yeah, then. Yeah, so, like, like... I'm not always going doing the same thing. Yeah. I'm like changing. I'm doing like part, like I'm doing one thing. Like for, part, remember we did the dumbbells on the shoulders yeah. squat. I changed to doing the bar and the squat. Yeah. Like that sort of stuff to make it fun. Yeah, which is which is cool. I enjoy doing. Also, that. we actually had a really good time doing it as well because uh, I think we're both like properly doing it as well. So we actually enjoyed doing it together. We're just best friends, man. We're just freaking <laughs> best friends. <laughs> Um, oh, we're gonna have to edit that out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I just want to give a quick shout out <laughs> to. Uh, Andrew Burmum, aka Burmo, because he played a massive gig in um, District Eight. Yeah, and he played. It was the biggest gig ever. It was over six hundred people. He was uh, doing support act for uh, Huxley and Melee. Um, I don't know which, but one of them was on tour with the Prodigy and Melee. Yeah, Melee. And then Huxley was doing some massive gig somewhere else that Burmo told me about that I forgot. So sorry, Burmo, forgot what the name of the place was. But you got sh- you got a shout out anyway. Yeah. So be happy. Don't be hating, right? Yeah. Burmo's one of them guys who's chasing his dream the way yeah. we are as well. Yeah. So we have a lot of respect for him, and he's making some serious moves. Like compared to where he was last year, saying he wants to be DJ, and compared to where he is this year, he's doing unreal. Yeah. So I did. I think us discussing building the social media side, like. He's one person that doesn't listen to us, but yeah. I mean, who knows? He probably should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we already brought up the training this week. Yeah. Um, and by the way, like, if you like set out in 2018 being like, new me, oh, sorry, new year, new me, uh, and saying you were going to go train, I'd, like, I like, highly recommend it because like, mm. I didn't train the first week of this year. Yeah, it's never and, too late to start. Yeah, and like, I've, I'm after training four times last week. The gym's not I'm, disappearing. Yeah. Man, I'm fucking flying these days. Like, yeah. After doing all this stuff, I just feel like so rejuvenated and feel like I don't know and also I haven't drank this month as well so that could yeah. de- that definitely helps also like really looking forward to going to Manchester there's going to be seven of us going over and it's going to be unreal like um, I feel like we really deserve this lads trip as well, yeah. away as well and um, we're actually going away with lads who we haven't been away with for a while yeah. so it's going to be unreal we always have a good night out with Manchester as well Yeah, I can't um, wait man I actually yeah. can't wait we're going to paint the town red yeah yeah the red yeah, 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 yeah. glory glory man you know it yeah so yeah. also going to be Alexis Sanchez's home debut but we'll get to the football chat yeah. Later on the show. Um, yeah, well, so we're going to Manchester this week yeah. anyway, yeah. Oh, and thanks to everyone who like messaged us. We uh, put out where to go because when I went to Liverpool, we I asked people where to go and like, we got floods of messages in and like, it was actually very helpful. So we appreciate the Manchester message coming in again. So we'll, we might ask one more time before we go as well anyway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, so. uh, yeah. Also, like the funny thing is like myself and Ross and Ross brother Chris, we fly in. Uh, we Saturday get, morning Saturday morning around 8am and then we got the matches on at 3 and then the Irish rugby matches on at half 5 so it's going to be a long day yeah very very long day but, very uh, very loose although on a good news uh, with that is when I was in Liverpool my phone worked perfectly so I'll be able to like keep the updates coming on social media yeah, that's cool, point yeah. of view that's cool yeah yeah so glory glory man United yeah yeah I can't wait last time it was really good crack I just love yeah. that crack going to matches shouting loads drinking points having crack with the lads mm. but uh yeah, so I think we should sort of just go through social media anyway. Um, okay. Okay, first of all, I'm going to give a background in social media. Um, myself and Ross, we did the radio presenting course. 
we did the radio production course and then like we did the social media business and we basically like have Instagram down to a T. Um, unfortunately, like Instagram changes its algorithms and uh, things things change. But like once you start posting, you understand the sort of differences. Uh. Yeah, I think it's gonna affect some ser- some people really badly. Like those people with all those fake accounts and all those fake followers, it's gonna really affect them badly. But because our following is so organic and so real, we're actually not gonna be as affected as much. Obviously, we're gonna take some sort of slight hit because we're we're actually like a business page, so. Uh, we're automatically gonna get like less hits just due to the fact that Instagram wants business pages to pay for their sponsors. Like obviously they want to make as much money as they yeah, can, yeah. So that's what they're gonna ask for. But um, we've never once sponsored a post on Instagram, so therefore, yeah, I think we're doing all right so far. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we wrote down a couple of ways which way we're gonna go through it, but I think the best way to 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 describe how to build your in, either individual page or company page is to actually go through exactly what Energize did, mm. like our actual Instagram page anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to give a, like a, a sort of background on the, the, our Twitter page. Like We find like that doesn't really help us at all. No. Um, especially to build a brand, to build awareness about our show, that doesn't really help us at all. So we actually just don't go near that. Uh, on Facebook, Facebook was the original page that we set up. Um, we feel like th- like once you put a post out, it just doesn't get seen at all. And then no. if Too many it, people are looking at cat videos. Yeah, t- it's just, you're, you know yourself, Facebook has just gotten terrible. It's just full of like cat videos, dog videos, fart videos, or else uh, like whatever football news or like yeah. whatever clickbait forum is at the top of the pops yeah like no no longer do you see pictures like 40 pictures of your friends nights out anymore so therefore it's not really personal mm. anymore so you don't really like it also i find on facebook if you post and it doesn't get that many likes your next post suffers yeah so there you go like if you put out like i just got engaged picture you're gonna get like loads of hits but then like if your next one's like here's a picture of my dog it'll get like two you know what i mean but um we're just going to like, we'll, uh, and then Snapchat, like, it's really hard to, you can't really build a, a Well, you can't really build Snapchat as a duo, so we won't really get into yeah, Snapchat. Yeah, that's like, I, if Barry had it, and then I logged in, I logged him out, and it's just like, the two of us can't have the one profile, so it's yeah. just not going to work out. Yeah. And also like, we have Instagram stories now, so we don't yeah. actually over need yeah. Snapchat. Yeah. If you're, if you have, if you're not on Instagram, um, and you're actually thinking about setting one up, or if you're on it, you know yourself. Ever since mm. Instagram set up Instagram Stories, <clears throat> it's basically like Snapchat is added to it, so like it's uh, taken over. Oh yeah, we actually <clears throat> told Mark Coslo he's not allowed getting any of the photos over Manchester unless he gets an Instagram. So Coslo, get an Instagram, or else you're banned from all the photos. Yeah, he has to take all the photos. Yeah, but uh, I think I think the best thing is because the people who listen to our show are loyal to us. We are actually going to tell you exactly how we built up our following. Yeah. Um. Right now we're on over six thousand five hundred. Um, we started back in March 2015. Oh no, March 2016. Yeah. So in the first year of it, we were on 3,000. Uh, we're, we're nearly on two years and we've gotten over 3,500 extra, which is really, really cool. Uh, uh, really appreciate it. Yeah. And I've listened to a lot of like the top Instagram fellas, like people like Gary Vaynerchuk and they always say like the first 10,000 is by far the hardest to get. Yeah. And once you hit that 10,000, then, you know, it's much easier to like the 20,000 like rolls in and then you're yeah. on 50,000 and then next thing you know, you're on 100,000. And I'm not saying we're going to have 100,000 by the end of the year by any means necessary at all. But I'm saying you can once, we, once we hit 10,000, everything will come a lot easier yeah. for us. Yeah. Like myself and Ross want to make this show the biggest thing ever because Instagram actually hits so many, like it hits Australia, America, Canada, 
Japan, yeah, um, wherever in Europe. So it it, it works perfectly for our niche as well because mm. we mainly focus on well, we focus on having a bit of crack. Then uh, Irish sports and like if you think about how many Irish people live all around the world and they listen back to our show because they feel more like home. So it's just so perfect. And uh, then we we talk a lot about MMA and boxing. So we'd have like a lot of boxing fans and we'd have a lot of MMA fans and MMA is massive in America. And like mm. even more globally now, thanks to Conor McGregor, if Conor McGregor didn't exist, our following would be like probably yeah, but cut probably, in half. Probably. We, yeah, like we probably do football first and then MMA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because Conor McGregor existent, we do MMA first and then football. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And um, yeah, and then the, uh, the rugby stuff, we get a lot of Irish fans coming on to it as well and the football. But uh, it's mainly like MMA fans, then football fans, then... Uh, rugby fans but yeah. ever since we started the show I feel like more people like MMA and football more because we give you sort of information to talk about you know what I mean <clears throat> yeah so I suppose we yeah. should start off with where we started yeah, yeah. well uh, I just want to add this in now if you're listening right now we'd really really appreciate it if you screenshot it and then if you put this on your story and tag this in a, a, for a shout out we'll actually shout you out for for shouting us out so there that's people it's easier yeah. for it's easier to grow your brand and instagram following if people like shout you out and stuff so we'll shout you out back so yeah so we'll we're gonna start now so yeah. go ahead so, so you want to start off with the basics what do people see first they're gonna see your name your handle and your photo your profile picture yeah they're the three main things so you want to have a good handle that is easy to spell right I look at someone like, just saying the NFL, we were talking about the other day, your man's name is Ben Roethlisberger, and there's about a million ways to spell that wrong. So, like, you don't want that to be your handle. Like, ours is energize underscore or and B, right? Yeah. Very simple. Energize, Ross and Barry. Yeah. So very, important, though. Yeah. So important. And by the time you get to energize, like, we're there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. We're, so, actually, we're actually sort of, like, like if we spell energize as E-N-E-R-G-I-Z-E-D, and sometimes people put in S-E-D. Yeah. So, but, like, now... Like we're, we're we're probably the highest. Yeah, but the time you get the enter, we're there. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. So, so it's, we're looking that way. Yeah, don't, so. don't don't mix your letters with numbers because like say if no. your name was Elaine and you go E one A I N E, that's like a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah. No, because like you're gonna be not found Easy. ever. Yeah, yeah. If Easy you can pick the name Mike, then you're sorted. Yeah, but that's obviously taken. But yeah, yeah. So you have that right. Then you want to have your profile picture. Now, for us, this was massive for us because we got caricatures made by Ross Ryder. Shout out to Ross Ryder. Thank yeah. you very much. We'll always Legend. appreciate him for doing always. that. Yeah, always. As always. Um, but this was so important to us because like, if it was just a picture of me and Barry, just us standing there, yeah. people wouldn't click on it. They wouldn't recognise it. They'd just be like, there's two lads in a picture. Yeah. But because it's a, it's a logo, it's vibrant, the colours are exciting, the Z turns into a lightning bolt. Yeah. You know what I mean? It makes it that bit more special. It makes it that bit more standout-ish. And that's what you really want. You want to stand out. And then even the, even the colours, like, you have the blue and you have the orange. And, like, it really stands out. Like, people don't, like, when they're scrolling down through the newsfeed, they, they see us and, like, that's energised. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's very, very important. Um, And then, obviously, your name itself on Instagram is also extremely important. So, like we were saying, if you're going to have a cafe... Have a nice, easy name, cafe, and then make it something creative with the logo. Like, put your name etched into a coffee cup or something. Yeah, your initials or yeah, into, yeah coffee cup. Something yeah. easy. Something yeah, easy. but make it a make an actual logo. Don't actually have it as a picture. Yeah. Uh, okay, that, they're, they're the sort of fundamentals what we did at the beginning. Then when you go into your bio, yeah. uh, your bio should just be like, 
it should be like something creative. If you look, if you look at the Energize one, it has like uh, it has emojis in it. It has um, or even our Snapchats in it. Yeah. Um, and things don't go on to the next line as well. It's like yeah, bang, 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 bang. Yeah. The more I mean? the more professional it looks, the more inclined people are going to follow you. Like yeah. like some people even have uh, o, what's it called OCD if like yeah, a le- like like. Don't don't worry if you had like a written line and then it went on to the next line. Some yeah. people just won't follow you because they they're like, oh, it's not like, yeah, it's not it's, it's perfect. They were, slop, they were sloppy enough to let that happen, yeah. so therefore, like, yeah. they're not they don't have a perfect, and it's uh, yeah. it's quite it's quite interesting. To see, I'm re- I really look at people's bios and it's like, do they have it? Do they not? You know what I mean? And I've even looked at company bios and they're like, it's just a link to the website yeah. and that's it. Yeah. And it's just not fun. Yeah. You want it to be fun. Yeah. Like the the Irish football teams one isn't isn't done like it just yeah. looked like it was just put there. Same with the Irish rugby one. Uh, Irish yeah, rugby, Irish football. So like, yeah, no. they should have like at the end of their bio like Irish flag football, Irish flag, or Irish flag rugby ball, Irish flag, something like something that. Like, creative. Just, yeah, just how you're like fun. Oh yay. yeah, go Irish rugby. Yeah. You your your mean? Instagram page is basically like a media. It's a media page for your own like for you so if people look at it and see it's sort of fun they'll probably look at more pictures and therefore like they'll probably tell more people to follow it because it's all about word of mouth as well like, yeah it has to be good creative yeah so uh you should probably like if you're a gym instructor look at the top gym instructors look at like uh rob lipsa for instance who's doing absolutely unbelievable in ireland uh, mm. look, look at uh, if you're if you own a cafe maybe look at like the other cafes that are doing really well online yeah and then uh try and emulate them because i mean like you have to mm. you pick up certain things off different people yeah, uh, yeah. So don't think you're, like you're stealing something. From no, someone. it's not stealing. Like you're, like you're like sort of using them as creative inspiration. Now, don't rob yeah. something directly, but yeah. like don't be afraid to be like that's a good idea. Yeah. We'll use that. Like we just looked at the fighter and the kid who were another mass podcast and May podcast over and thing, and we saw they had characters, and we we're like, oh, we set characters like theirs, and then we got our own characters made. Yeah, like so think like, about it, like it. People take stuff from everyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, put it like back in the day when Adam and Eve were running around, they're both naked, and then all of a sudden someone comes over with clothes and they're like, right, I'm going to wear them as well, you know? Yeah, put it this way. You can't say they were copying. Yeah, put it this way. If I had the winning lotto numbers, like, you, and like, I had them in a piece of paper in front of me, you would not write them down as well. Yeah. Yeah, So, like, that's just it. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So, uh, all right. So that runs over the sort of bio uh, and your profile picture and your link right so so far off to a good start very yeah, easy so very like, very easy that's, that's what we did like if you're a cafe say something like best coffee in dublin picture of a coffee cup and then be like best barista and then destroy someone's name just for the crack do something creative and if you're a personal trainer picture of some fella lifting weights or whatever and then say whether what you're an expert in whether you're a trx body transformations powerlifting olympic lifting whatever let people know who you are yeah uh, then it, okay then it comes down to we're going to go onto your wall so basically it's going to be like pictures or videos I find like pictures do way better mm. but the thing is like if you're only ever putting up pictures the uses of stories and actually talking into the camera and like showing people your sort of like life because mm. the more open you are to the people the more they're going to be loyal to you if you're just a picture constantly and then never ever talk they're never ever going to follow you uh, they're, like, they're not going to care what you do you know what I mean yeah. you're just going to be a, a photograph to them yeah yeah yeah, people wouldn't know what you sound like. And I suppose that just comes down to pure content. So, like, with us, we could probably even maybe talk into the camera more often than we do. Yeah. But um, the way I look at it is, when news breaks in our world, whether it be mixed martial arts, rugby, UFC, boxing, whatever, we always have to decide whether it's worthy to go on the wall yeah. or worthy to go on the story. Yeah. And me and Barry always go for the wall or for the story. Something like... Martin O'Neill signed a new contract with Ireland. 
That is for the story. It's not for the wall. Yeah. Ronda Rousey returns at the Royal Rumble in WWE. It goes on the wall. Yeah. It's bigger news. Yeah. Yeah. Nate, yeah. Nate Diaz says he's going to come back and fight. It goes on the wall. Jose Mourinho signs a new contract with Manchester United. It goes on the yeah. story. Yeah. So put it this way, right? If Kim Kardashian has a kid, most people put on the wall. Yeah. If you went to the shop and bought a, uh, and bought a Mars bar... It goes on the story. It goes on the story. Like, yeah. very easy stuff Yeah, here. very easy stuff. Put it this way. If you put the Mars... a lot of people get it wrong. A lot of people get it wrong. But if you put the Mars bar up in your wall, people are going to be like, why is this person putting out shit content? I'm unfollowing them. Yeah. I don't care if it's Ross. Yeah. <laughs> even, 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 like, when we get sent stuff. You know what I mean? If we got sent, like, we got sent Connecticut bars or whatever, right? For the story. Yeah. Not for the wall. If Connecticut sent us out 15 tubs of protein each... It can go on the wall. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to like yeah. put a value on everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And like, and also like, do use polls are great. Don't overuse polls. And for your story, make creative. Don't be afraid to add an emoji in during it. Um, but also don't overuse stories. I unfollow people who do hour long stories. I want to see no more than six or seven stories. Yeah. We try to keep it to him like a, like a, a, around three stories maybe a day if not four but like if Conor McGregor comes out with it like he's fighting mm. like th- there'll probably be more stories because people yeah. want more content yeah, from it exactly yeah. and uh, even even sometimes um, like me and Barry have had this discussion before I've done it before that uh, I put out like four stories to tell like four pieces of news and Barry's like oh I should try to get that in two stories because I was like you're actually right because like sometimes you have to like think of you have to look at yourself from an outside perspective. Yeah. You can't always think what you're doing is great because it's not necessarily true. Yeah. Yeah, but we're also trying to build up talking into the camera. Mm. And I tell you now, like like sometimes I'm not feeling great and like other times I am. So therefore like it's like right, if if I'm if I'm, if I'm good I'll talk into mm. the camera. But like if you're feeling like shit and you're like, oh I can't believe like this like te- like a couple of thousand yeah. people are gonna look at me talking into a camera. And like I, I had this absolute spot there on my nose the other day, right? And it looked like it was giving birth and I was like, oh my god. I was like Ross. So I, talk yeah, I was like, Ross, take over the story, you know what I mean? Like, um but yeah, but also we don't want to ever talk in the camera for the sake of talking yeah, to the camera yeah, either. Yeah. So that's important as well. Yeah. So it's, you should um, yeah, so you should never ever put out something mm. that you're just wasting people's mm. time. Like the amount of people even on Snapchat or on follow just like constantly putting out crap you see the thing is right now we're in this game where like uh, like myself Ross and you listening right now everyone is in this game where they all want the likes they all want the attention they all want the black you know what I mean they all want it like people put out posts and then they get no likes and then they delete it and then put it out later on so I mean like we're all like people are all looking for the attention myself and Ross are trying to build a, like a media mm. franchise yeah. business so therefore this is what we're doing like yeah. if you don't notice on our own page we're not like constantly like being yeah, like, look how cool I am. Yeah, look some, how cool. Sometimes I'm almost like, Jesus Christ, the last post I put out was to say the podcast out and now I have to do a new post. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to put out more content myself, but like not to make myself the coolest guy in the room. Just be like, Jesus, like, I do stuff too. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, so basically put out the content that's good, that's fun. Um, maybe put a poll out as well, like make people interact because... Uh, Mm. Th- that's what it's all about really like uh, also like rep- right, the people that you follow write, write to them on their stories being like oh that's yeah or if you enjoy someone's story they let them know because yeah. like let them know that's what you'd see more of yeah yeah and uh, yeah so yeah and c- constantly post nearly like every day every two yeah. days if not every three days at least the people know what it, when it's coming because uh, everyone knows that our podcast mm. always come out on Tuesday when we post every yeah. day because it's every day bro yeah uh, but th- this is to build Yourself as a franchise or a company that you have, yeah. this is not to build your personal brand. Yeah. Like, no one wants to just 
be cool Tom from Hoth. Yeah. It's like, no one gives a rats. We want to yeah. know. Yeah. We want to know what the guy who owns the best coffee shop in Dublin's doing or yeah. the best personal trainer in Dublin's doing. Yeah, That's exactly. what we want to know. We don't want to know about Tom from Hoth who bought a new shirt. Yeah. Put it this way as well, right? It's sort of like, say, think of the person that you dislike the most, right? So Ross is thinking about me. And if they posted that picture, would you like it? Or would you write a comment on it? Because if the roles were reversed, would they like it? But back your stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like every post we put out is like Ronda Rousey. She, she went to WWE. Is she going to go back into the UFC? And then I'd be like, I'd write a comment being like, well, hopefully she does because like, she has like, mm. so many fans from here. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's one thing you'll notice. We actually write comments off our own page onto the Android post. But like, we then, see, we give the Android's uh, post as like an open forum and then we will give our separate opinions on it. Yeah. Yeah, we ask like ask a question on your post, mm. being like, "Yeah, look for interactions yeah, with the people." Are you coming. have to look for it, and then even if no one writes, send us a DM, and we'll write and it being like, "Very energized, very energized." Yeah, well, okay. Pete, yeah, Pete, if you're lucky, Pete might write a comment. Yeah, yeah, the, the lucky few. Yeah, so also just make sure the pictures are good. They're asking questions, uh, not about not like how good do I look today? Yeah, because like like you're just a sap if you write that. Yeah, no one's looking for anyone fishing. Yeah, but like yeah. If you if you're put it this way, if you own a restaurant, be like, oh, what dish would you like to see us come out with? Or if you're a personal trainer, just be like, oh, would people like a tip on fat loss, or would they rather a t- tip on muscle gain? Something along those lines. Yeah. But yeah. like, make it creative. Don't just be one of a million other in your genre. Yeah, I find like a lot of people that are following us and they're trying to build their brands, individual brands now. They're just the, they're all just the same. Yeah, like there's no one that stands out more because they're all just the same. Mm. and put it this way as we said last time not everyone's going to have a massive following like maybe maybe Instagram isn't mm. the platform for you maybe mm. you should just be on Facebook or if you're going to be a comedian maybe you should probably just be on Snapchat you know what I mean like or maybe if you want to be a journalist maybe go on Twitter yeah. you know what I mean like like Instagram isn't the best platform for everyone but no. we've tried them all and this one is the one that's working the best so therefore yeah. we're still on it um <clears throat> Okay, so uh, yeah, so as you said, put all your posts out, make them personal, m- make people like interested mm. and want to write something. People have to be intrigued to write something. And your timings are important as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we go through actual posting. Uh, myself and Ross, we live in Dublin, Ireland, as you know, and we know that the majority of time people will probably be on their phone if you're posting once a day on your wall will be between four and five o'clock. Now, people who actually have these and followings and listen to the show, they'd be like, "Don't give away the secrets," but I mean, like. Realistically, if your post is good, it's going to do well. If it's shit, you're just going to be, like, just gone, right? Yeah. So, post, post between 4 and 5 o'clock. Uh, well, 4 and 6, really, mm. because, like, that's when people finish work, are, getting, are going home. They're on the dark, they're on the bus, they're yeah. hopefully not driving their car on their phone, but they probably are. Yeah. Um, yeah, but also, in terms of, like, giving out the secrets, like, you know what I mean? There's one thing telling someone how to do it. There's another thing that person then going doing it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, never ever post a picture that like you wouldn't even like yourself. Yeah. Because like, why should anyone else? Really, why yeah. should anyone else? Uh, yeah. Then stories. Utilize the stories. Put about three or four. If you put it, if you're putting over eight or nine stories in one day, um, people are yeah. just gonna get rid of you straight away. So. In, in, unless you're hanging out with the Manchester United team, yeah. or you're like sitting in Dana White's gaff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. For us, like, it's just not gonna happen unless it was like absolutely sport sporting mayhem. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless like, it was carnage. Yeah, so yeah. like, I think, I think for us, I think sort of six or seven is like sort of the maximum that you might get on Saturday and then on sort of like 
a Thursday, you probably get three or four. Yeah. I think it, it depends on the day. And the day the podcast is obviously going to be a few extra as well because we're going to let people know the podcast is out. But it's important to just know, you know yourself. You watch the story back and go, is that a lot or is that yeah. not a lot? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Then uh, utilize hashtags. This is how you're going to be found. Like, for instance, if you're mm. like a, an Irish football fan, uh, you use hashtag Koi Big. There you go. Um, if you're an MMA fan, hashtag MMA, hashtag UOC. Uh, if you're a Katie Taylor fan, hashtag Katie Taylor. And then you can see all your audience mm. that are interested in Katie Taylor. And then you can interact with them. Like the mm. first time we actually realized how to use the hashtag is when Robbie Brady scored the goal against Italy. And then we put a picture up of Robbie Brady. Saying, hashtag Koi Big. Hashtag Koi Big. And then like so many people posted at that time saying hashtag Koi Big. And then like so many people came onto our page because yeah. they're like, oh, these guys do a podcast and talk about sport. Yeah. So basically if you're a cafe... You say like say if you're from Contarf, uh, cafe from Contarf, be like hashtag Contarf, and then add that in your location as well. So therefore, like mm. people around like or Contarf cafe, people probably be like, oh, is there a cafe around Contarf? Yeah. and they'll find you. New. And then apparently the new Instagram algorithm has said that like five to six hashtags is like the optimum. Like don't do thirty hashtags because apparently that's in the new algorithm that puts you down towards the bottom. Because apparently that's not the right way to go about now. But we never do that. Because we're, we're, we actually like to sort of make sure we put the hashtags that they don't go onto a new line with one hashtag yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, make sure you're writing sort of neat mm. as well. And, and then when you're capturing your photo, try and <clears> add in a few emojis as well. Just to just to make it that bit more fun. You yeah. know what I mean? And people love when you sort of put an emoji instead of like the word. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, People yeah. find that like funny or interesting. Yeah, so that's what it leads on to know your audience. Mm. Uh, myself and Ross know like, like put, first of all, when we ever put up photographs of ourselves, uh, like say if we're like playing a game of tennis we're not going to get any people to follow us off that because yeah. it's not like hashtag tennis no like we know we have to go to the games yeah um so, so it's hashtag koi big hashtag uc um what are would it be at? um oh no hashtag ggmu when we're at the moment yeah hashtag game. yeah hashtag mufc yeah and using the locations because yeah. therefore people are like oh they're into what i'm into yeah and then plus when we go to the venues then you can end up trending at the venues if you have a decent enough yeah. following yeah we were trending like loads of leinster games yeah loads of leinster games the aviva um, who knows oh, I'll be interested to see whether we trend at Old Trafford when we go to Old Trafford although sometimes like the United players check in they like kick us off the list yeah that's the hey, thing, you know yeah. what I mean so like yeah. that happens yeah. but uh, we'll be interested to see how it goes yeah. so if you're trying to build up your own brand you need to like meet other people in that genre like mm. for instance like if you're a gym person like go to these Rob Lipset talks meet yeah. him meet other gym people as well especially if they YouTube as well you could like collab Yeah, you need to collab you can't yeah. just build an audience of nothing sitting in your room I know certain girls do that but like these girls are like gorgeous looking girls mm-hmm. and like all these like 14, 15, 16 year old lads are just like just horny little lads sitting at home being like I'm going to follow her you yeah. know what I mean because they're showing their arse and like dudes and yeah. whatever and also if you see someone like in town who you follow even if you don't know them but like they have like quite a large following go over Chat them for a few minutes and get a photo with them. You can post that later as content, and then like they they'll probably like the photo. And then if they if it's seen that like if you met Rob Lipset and I've seen that Rob Lipset like your photo, people can go see what Rob Lipset has liked, and then yeah. they might go and follow you, and you will build your audience that way. Yeah. Just using that as an example. If you're a gym person, see Rob Lipset, get a photo with him. If you're uh rugby aspire like if you're a sixteen year old rugby player and you you want to like try and get seen or something like that and you see Jamie Heesup get a picture with Jamie Heesup you know what I mean yeah. like get the photo with the person who is gonna like you, you you have the same audience as who has a bigger following than you yeah like we were lucky enough that like Conor McGregor liked one of our posts and like the page blew up it was just mm. like it was going over a couple of thousand likes I was like what the, what's going on yeah, here like, Barry rang me he was like what did you do and I was like yeah I was like 
I saw that kept on getting a couple of hundred likes, but I was like, I, I didn't, I didn't actually really know what happened. And then like, I saw McGregor likes, and I was like, oh bollocks, yeah, 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 you know what I mean, yeah, that was that was mad, yeah. But like, we also go to the UFC events, meet the fight. Well, we're lucky to meet all the fighters, but like, like if we didn't have the page, we wouldn't have went there or went no. to get that. So yeah, the the, the content like. I look at each each of these fighters and as much as I, I'm like this is brilliant meeting them all I'm almost like each fighter follows new content first when yeah. they fight next we've yeah. met them you know yeah. what I mean yeah. and that like helps our brand helps the brand totally yeah yeah so it, like say if you're on the cafe um, if people are in if people are in the cafe maybe like offer them an extra coffee and be like here can we just put you on our story you yeah. know what I mean because then people will look at your story and be like oh so and so comes here like mm. say if like uh, Brian O'Driscoll comes into your cafe uh, just be like oh Brian how's it going um, is it alright if we give you a free coffee at the end but um, we'll take it we'll just put a picture of you open our story but don't worry we'll post it once you leave so just like people aren't going to flock here yeah, you know what yeah, I mean yeah. like that's just like you yeah. know what I mean just simple stuff like that like yeah. or even like say if you're trying to like grow a clothes brand send, like send stuff out to people like, or like message them first being like yeah. here will you put this up in your story whatever yeah it's, it's, it's yeah. sort of simple stuff that like people might not know yeah very very simple and also make sure if you're tagging people on the story, make sure for the the underscore line to go underneath the name, and then it's properly done. Because I see yeah. some people like tagging people. Yeah, and asking people who who aren't who aren't getting the getting the love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know what I saw the other day? The manager Maddox, who's like a Man United footballer, got Instagram the other day, and Man United put him up on the story and didn't tag him, and then they put up a few other players and they did tag him. I was like, oh, not impressive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Anything else? <clears throat> Uh, know your audience so basically know what you're doing mm. uh, know that you're putting up gym stuff like yeah. like you're not going to get people who don't go to the gym to follow you like yeah. especially if you're putting up stuff for your tops off all that sort of crap uh, yeah you know what I mean um, also if people write in your wall write back to them because if you yeah. like never never ever write back to them they're never going to comment to your wall again and yeah. you're like we have, write back to absolutely yeah, everyone yeah. everyone yeah and, yeah and then uh, yeah so be responsive be interactive and um, yeah I'm Basically, like if you if you write back to people, they'll write, like they'll be more inclined to like say like, oh, that's cool. Mm. Um, you should go try out this cafe because like they're really nice. Rather than like if me and Ross Bodo and cafe isn't the exact same, and Ross always responds to his uh, customers, his yeah. customers, and I never did. They'll always go to Ross's because Ross mm. is like, oh here, yeah, oh there you are, and um, thanks for coming in, uh, all that sort of stuff. Not not only that, we've been talking a lot about growing the brand and getting more followers and growing as a business but only that you also have to maintain the business you have there so you have to keep the people who are loyal to you and you have to be loyal back to them yeah, yeah, yeah. and you have to make sure that they feel that you're giving them as much attention when you have 1,000 followers as when you have 80,000 followers yeah. you know what I mean yeah. so it's actually very very important yeah and like and this is like a, this is like a, a building thing like you're not all of a sudden going to be like have yeah, you have to build a brick by brick. Yeah, you can't yeah. can't just like you can't put down one brick and then you have a house. Yeah, and like people that like follow our stuff, like it's almost as if we have like a way bigger following because how loyal they are. But mm. like, you know I mean, it's actually it's it's such a cool thing. Like I look yeah. forward to doing these podcasts all the time. I look forward to like posting and being like, oh, like hopefully the people that follow us will like this stuff as well, and like they're interactive and they're enjoying it, and then keeping them stimulated because like. It used to be like just people would watch like the six o'clock news or they used to watch like Sky Sports news and now like they're sort of getting their fix while watching Energy. It's being like, okay, what's the main stuff that happened this week and what's the main stuff to look forward to? And uh, we're so loyal back to everyone who's loyal to us. 
and um, long may it grow because we're only going up to the top and like if we weren't oh, I wouldn't have even started this really at all yeah is, is there anything else on that no, no. I, think, I think that's basically our tips on how to grow your brand if anyone has any more in-depth questions on that just drop us a DM we will get back to you we always get back to absolutely everyone yeah. and I hope you found that interesting because I actually really enjoy that did you yeah yeah. Uh, yeah so just going back over get an easy name yeah you want name and logo yeah name and logo a, a creative bio make it sort of entertains mm. people like to look for it. yeah um, good content quality consistently posting on a regular basis yeah and also yeah so um, people also love shout outs as well so I mean like mm. if you can tie people in stuff tie them in yeah because uh, yeah, like like we're, we're in the light game as we said yeah so I mean uh, yeah so like tag them in the post and in the photo yeah and if you're looking just to become like selfish and uh, just become Instagram famous just for your own selfish and being an absolute legend, uh, that's not going to work. So uh, you need to go on like uh, Geordie Shore, um, California, um, Jersey Shore, uh, Big Brother, X Factor. You need to go on yeah. them shows. Yeah. That's how you get all that like that sort of following. But if you want to create like a cool little like community like we have like mm. we've actually got bigger audiences than uh, certain uh, radio stations on, yeah. like especially on Instagram. Yeah. So. Uh, and then, like, guys, you want that, like, they might have 10 times the amount of followers as us, but, like, their interactions are nowhere near as good either. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's always interesting yeah. to see that. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be funny when people actually turn around and notice this. They'll be like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, is, it is actually quite frightening yeah. Yeah. that you see someone who's, like, uh, a radio station all across Dublin who, like, will be perceived to have way more ears than us, but yet then, like, when we put out an Instagram post that gets, like, seven or eight times the amount of likes they do. So yeah. it's just the way it is sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I honestly love it, and uh, like, thanks, man, for tuning in. Um, put it this way: a lot of effort goes in behind the Instagram, yeah. and like people, probably, like sometimes I'm on my phone. They're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm just doing a bit of work on Instagram." And it's like they just sort of look at me and be like, "What do you mean?" It's like if you don't know, yeah, 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 you, yeah, you don't know. It's very hard ignorance, to explain. Yeah, ignorance yeah. is bliss. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's yeah. Just like they don't understand that it's like very important. They think I'm just like playing on my phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's this, like it's yeah, not. This, this is almost a full time job. Put it that way. Uh, well, that's what it wraps it up uh, for to build your social media. Mm. And like, if you have any, if you need it, like, if you want to ask any questions, don't hesitate to ask. Um, yeah, we're both very open about it anyway. Yeah. So, Ross Cowell, what's you making the show so far? Best show ever. Yeah. Okay, so as <clears throat> that's what it wraps up what we got up to in, during the week uh, we're going to move on to the MMA part of the show so thanks a million for sticking around yeah uh, uh, I know, I know Ross absolutely mm. love when you tune in as well so <coughs> yeah, I know, there you I know some people do turn off after this a lot of our female audience like don't listen to the sports show as much and if you don't that's completely fine but if you do you're in for some absolutely incredible more content yeah so, so Ross stay tuned uh, in the MMA world, we always kick it off with what the latest is with Conor McGregor because this is our most asked question. Yeah. So is there? A, it seems like he was a bit quiet this week, but uh, give us some any information. That you I, I I think the latest news of Conor McGregor this week is actually not coming from Conor McGregor. It's the return of Nate Diaz. He said he's going to come back sometime during the summer, and he wants a fight. And I think we both can agree that the only fight Nate Diaz wants is a Conor McGregor trilogy. Uh, this. It, like because I'm waiting so long for Conor McGregor to be like right I'm coming back right I'm just I'm waiting I'm literally looking first, he's putting out a few more gym photos yeah, and yeah, then, like yeah. he's training yeah, yeah but like it's sort of like if it, if it comes up as like right part three I'll be like what the fuck I'll be like yeah, but also, that's I'm, it I'm also so interested to see what medium he goes about announcing it on as well yeah like is he going to have a press conference is he going to have uh, is he just going to do it on Instagram is he going to just 
he's going to show up somewhere for the UFC and do it. Like, what's he going to do? I'm interested. Yeah. That's what I'm interested to see. He always does. Remember with the Floyd Mayweather thing? He goes, "It's on." It's picture him and then Mayweather's dad. Yeah, yeah. That was like hilarious. Who knows? He might do a night in um, Noel McGregor in London and then to Dan because Artem's fighting on the UFC London card. Yeah. He might, he might name it on St Patrick's Day or something. You know what I mean? That's a very good point. Um, um, but like the latest, the latest is that Nate Diaz's return, and it'll be interesting to see who he's gonna fight on his return. Yeah, I can't see it being anyone else. Yeah, either can I. Um, I saw like straight away Kevin Lee and Eddie Alvarez were like, "Come on, fight me, fight me." But uh, uh, Nate Diaz is probably is, Nate Diaz would probably be one of the top five pay per view draws. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to agree with you. Oh, you, you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing him fight Eddie Alvarez just because they had that yeah. beat before when Alvarez fought Melendez. But I have no real interest in seeing him fight Kevin Lee. To be honest, no, no, no. That, no. That's Kevin Lee needs to like he got like destroyed by Ferguson, so he needs to like take like three steps back and yeah. like fight someone way down the lightweight rankings yeah. and rack one or two more wins. I just know that Nate Diaz is only holding out for McGregor. Yeah. Because, like, the only other names he could really fight are, are Tony Ferguson or Khabib. And, like, they are terrible matchups for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no one wants them fights. No. So, Nate Diaz, looking forward to that. We'll. we'll I wouldn't it. mind seeing him fight Tony Ferguson, but, like, I feel like Tony Ferguson has to beat Khabib to yeah, fight Tony Ferguson. Yeah, that's you know the thing. Mean? So, it's not, it's, it's all sort of caught up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the majority of people were, like, when we put the post out, the majority of people were actually saying, yeah, obviously, Connor. Yeah. And uh, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Alvarez, Alvarez yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, oh, well, I actually I'll be down for an Eddie Alvarez fight just because, yeah. like, watching fight Gaethje and then like just seeing that like Diaz would be a great fight as well. well. I actually could put a question out. Uh, even Max Holloway, say if Max Holloway be Frankie Edgar. Yeah, Ma- imagine Max Holloway sort of moving up and fighting Diaz. Yeah, I'll be interested in seeing now. There wouldn't be much of a a reason for them to fight, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'd hundred percent want to watch the fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? As in, like, I don't know why they'd be fighting each other, but I'd be watching. Yeah. Uh, speaking of someone who we don't know if they'll ever return to the UFC is Ronda Rousey. Uh, she made her, she made her, I think second appearance in WWE at yeah. WrestleMania. So she, oh, sorry, no, Royal, Royal Rumble. Rumble. So she appeared at WrestleMania thirty two. Jesus, I can't even remember that with the Rock, and her and the Rock sort of beat up Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. Okay, uh, <laughs> that's that's exactly what happened. Um, so then the Royal Rumble happened last night, and. This girl, Asuka, won. And then the two women's champions came out. And they were standing there. And next thing you know, Ronda Rousey came out. And she came out. Apparently, she was like a massive Rowdy, Roddy Piper fan. Because yeah. she's wearing like his stuff and like his sort of name. But with her name came out anyway. And she's called Rowdy Ronda Rousey. So, um, they look like they're going to really play up on that. She came down to the ring. Didn't say anything. Pointed at the WrestleMania is fine. Which is the thing you actually do when you win the Royal Rumble. So, that was a bit weird. And then she went to shake the, the Asian lady's hand who won the Royal Rumble. I don't know, that sound makes her sound shit, the Asian ladies. <laughs> and then the Asian lady slapped her hand away, then ran around, he pointed at the WrestleMania sign again. I actually thought it was highly awkward. Um, yeah, because she didn't talk. Yeah, she didn't talk, and also, it was almost like she didn't know what to do, so she pointed at the sign again. Yeah. Um, look, I'll be interested to see what Ron Rousey's going to do in the um, WWE. I, sort, I, like, I, I watch the Royal Rumble and I watch WrestleMania each year. They're the only two I sort of make sure I watch. And, like, I, I might click on, like, the WWE news, just see, like, is Brock Lesnar fighting or what? Because yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm always interested to see like if you hear rumor he's got to extend the layoff or like maybe he'll come back to fight the UFC yeah. or like a CM Punk come back begging to come back. Yeah, so I suppose the question we're being thrown asked is, uh, will Ron Rousey ever fight in the UFC ever again? Yeah, I'd love to hear your take on it first. Um, I think this is just the perfect time for her to like get out of that industry mm. and like you can tell she loves being active and fit. Yeah, so if she was just an actress like she would only probably be playing herself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, Ronda Rousey can walk onto a set and be like, 
Oh, it's not Ronda Rousey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know she, she can't play someone else. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Conor uh, McGregor. Uh, although, <laughs> although The Rock can sort of do it. But he's sort of the same character in every move, but he yeah, can sort of yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, but he's done it so many yeah. times. Yeah. Yeoman, yeah, I like, yeah, but, but like, uh, I think this is just perfect time. She also, like, suppose he wants to have, like, she's just got married uh, and she got her ass kicked the last two times that, uh, like, I don't know if she could take the, the, um, the quote unquote embarrassment again. Okay. Especially having not talked last at all last time. This this is my take. Give us your take. All right, I think Ronda Rousey is going to be in the WWE for two to three years. She'll make a rake load of money, and then she'll make one last UFC cash grab. It doesn't matter. She won't care if she wins or loses. She'll come back for one like sort of seven million payday in the UFC, and she fight one more time. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Brock Lesnar goes to WWE. Gets paid a fat load of money from the UFC or from WWE, and then like when his contract comes up, he might do one UFC fight for the WWE to give him more money again to yeah, come back yeah. again. Playing I feel side, yeah, yeah yeah I feel like she'll play each side as well. Yeah. And I feel like she'll uh, do one more UFC fight just to get that rake load of money as well. And the thing is, like a competitor is like always hungry to go back again. Like yeah. even look at BJ Penn coming back like, again. I'm, sh- I'm sure if she's gonna be in the WWE, like she won't be like you know competitively as in like fighting but like she'll have to stay in very good shape yeah, like, that's I mean, the thing, like, yeah those wrestlers are like always in good shape yeah although I wonder like will she like stay in the USADA testing pool because if she does like I'm sure those wrestlers like take some things that wouldn't pass an USADA test yeah, yeah, yeah. like I look at them and go they're too like chiseled yeah. to be like that um, they look a bit like me yeah so <laughs> that's that's basically it yeah uh, Brock Lesnar is, is the WWE champ as well just in case anyone's looking for a Brock Lesnar update okay, um, yeah. yeah he'd be Kane Oh, Kane's still going, Yeah, yeah, be Kane. Does he have the mask again? Yeah, he actually does. Yeah. Oh, does he? Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Brock Lesnar hit him with the F5, and that was it. All right. And then, like, another Asian fella won the Royal Rumble. If anyone wants to know who won the Royal Rumble, some Nakamura fella. And I was like, who? WWE must be trying to get into Asia because they have two Asian winners of the Royal Rumble. And oh. I've never seen an Asian person win, like, a title or the Royal Rumble before. Yeah. I remember, the, I just remember, like, those lads from years ago that always got, got thrown out of the ring straight away they were like it's a joke Tajiri yeah yeah and is that his name yeah 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 and the other fella Naka- oh Funaki yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and Koi I think yeah. it was called yeah, whoever they were but like they were the, yeah I don't know they, they were yeah. like they were the people who like Undertaker came, came out and like, like got to practice their moves on basically yeah I only sort of watched it until like The Rock was sort of almost gone and like Steve Austin was almost when it was WWF yeah. I think when it went put WWE this, put it this way if you tell me The Undertaker or The Rock or Stone Cold is going to come back I'll turn on and just be like there they are you yeah, know what yeah, I mean yeah, like, remember your yeah, yeah but yeah. I'm just like I've, I've looked at the new guys and then like sometimes people like tell me about the wrestling and I'm just like it's, it's too like when we were watching it we didn't know what was going on backstage and we didn't know like who was like who Vince McMahon liked and who didn't like and now we like you almost know so much information backstage if you want to find out people were telling me I was like you know who's winning the matches before they start, if you know what I mean. And yeah, like yeah. back in the day, you never knew who was going to win the match. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's too much like social media wrestling talk. It was, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They all have massive phones online as well. Yeah. But um, getting back to UFC, uh, there was a huge announcement that Daniel Cormier and Stipe Miocic are going to be taking on each other for the World Heavyweight Championship at UFC 226 uh, in, on International Fight Week. Yeah, the 7th um, of July, Las Vegas. I'm really pumped for this. This one. this is this is really really cool. This is this is like definitely kicking off the year very strong. But what do you make of them having to do the tough enough house beforehand? I love the way you always call it tough enough. It's the ultimate fire. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh yeah, go on again. Yeah, that's that, that's a wrestling. Talk. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's yeah, too yeah. much wrestling talk. Um, right. So <laughs> personally, right. Yeah, I have no interest in watching Daniel Cormier and Steve Miocic 
do the Golden Fire. I, I, I feel like they're going to be like best mates, you know? Like? Yeah, I feel like they're not going to like insult each other. I feel like DC might be able to like, you know, throw two jabs at him because DC's sort of smart when he's slagging yeah. someone. Um, he's almost reminds me a bit like Dominic Cruz, but then again, Dominic Cruz is like, how are you going to beat me? And he's like, I'm going to knock you out. He's like, yeah, but how? And like, he sort of gets him to tell him and like, he's like, no, nah, he won't be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. the post like, DC sort of is like, Oh, you're looking a bit pudgy, or he pokes, sort of pokes the bear a bit. Yeah. Um, Stephen Mio just just too like, I'm gonna hang up with my wife, and I'm just yeah, like, yeah. I've no interest in seeing them have an interaction, but it, it would be interesting because Cain Velasquez is gonna be there as well, and he's gonna be helping DC coach, and then he threw out. See, I think this is where it gets interesting. Yeah. Cain Velasquez sent out a tweet being like, "Oh, because people obviously want to know what his opinion was because people thought maybe Velasquez yeah, was the yeah. belt," and he was saying that. Um, Put out this tweet being like, oh, I'm going to be helping DC every day to prepare for his fight. But then he, at the, his last hashtag was, hashtag, I'm going to get my belt back. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. like, so is Kane going to end up fighting DC afterwards? And like, Kane was sort of like, oh no, me and DC, we never fight each other. He was like, but I suppose we fight each other and train every day. And I was just like, if they do that, like, they might as well sort of get paid for it. You know what I mean? Because they could probably get like a lot of money each for it. Uh, and I'm also quite surprised that this fight actually got made so quickly because Stipe's been having a lot of issues with the UFC. Yeah, it was made very and, quickly. Yeah, and um, a lot of people are under the impression that Stipe's biggest problem is that like the UFC were hyping up in Ghana. Yeah, that was, that was definitely fight. a problem. He, but he, that, he that, was, that, that wasn't the real issue. The real issue was for Stipe's last two fights against Fabrizio Verdum and... No, sorry, against Alistair Overeem and Junior yeah. Santos. He was the champion and the challengers got paid more than them both times. And I think with Ngannou, I think Ngannou got half a million for that fight. Did he? I, yeah, and I don't know. I remember Miocic seeing his last purse was 400,000. So I wonder did he get up to 600,000. But Well, like, it's definitely got up now. Like, yeah. He can't be like, the best... The, like, champion of all... Heavyweight champion of all time. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. So I think his issue was with pay. So like, UFC must have sorted him out very quickly to make that happen. Also, he might have been like, oh, fight the like, heavyweight champ. That's probably a more favourable matchup than... Oh, that's... Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Then having to fight, you know, Cain Velasquez or Fabrizio Verdun. Yeah, he was obviously uh, like, he looked very intimidated going mm-hmm. in against uh, Nganu, but like, he won't be intimidated going against DC. Yeah, I think I think UFC's problem with Miocic was like, he's also a full time firefighter, and I don't think it looks great that the pinnacle, the best person at your sport in the world, also holds down a full time job. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't look like. He's a full-time athlete. Yeah, it, yeah. it sort of makes the UFC look, look like it's not as serious as it is. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like, put it this way, Tom Brady doesn't like work at Starbucks and then you yeah. go pay for the, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying it's the same job, but yeah, like, yeah. he's not a police officer so, and then pays for the Patriots. We get it. But yeah. uh, uh, one of, one of, there's an, there an Irish guy called Richie Smullen who fights in SPG who's actually going to be in the Ultimate Fighter as well yeah. that season as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Whose like, team would you like to see him on? Um, I actually think the best team for him to go on is Daniel Cormier's because Daniel Cormier is so multi-rounded from even being a commentator to being like uh, on the TV. Um, he has like Olympic experience. Yeah. Um, like he's fought the best. Well, uh, you know what I mean, and uh, he's been around there, and he'll have so much experience to give him. For me, I have to like double down on that. Number one, Rich Mullins, like his game is grappling, and DC's one of the best grapplers in the game. He's gonna bring him probably Khabib. He's probably going to bring in Luke Rockhold. He's probably going to bring in um, Cain Velasquez. You'll also have uh, Javier Mendez, who's one of the best head coaches in the game. Like, I look at um, Steve Amiocha's camp, and I'm just like, who's in there? Like, Jessica Oi. And then look, Steve Amiocha's going to defend his UFC heavyweight title, and his head coach went off to, like, somewhere else to coach someone else. And then, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, 
I don't see it as um. I think he fights out of syndicate MA. I think it was yeah. called. But like, I just see the, the coaching level on the AKA team is going to be so much higher than it will be on Stephen Miller's team. And like, that's not me trying to knock anyone. That's just like the fact. That AKA are one of the best teams in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if you got to pick, I mean, like, well, like, like say, say it was like right here. Who do you want to like learn off, Ronaldo or Messi? Like, you only get a pick, yeah. You can only pick one. Like so. Yeah, but if you look at it, AKA by like UFC two twenty six could have the heavyweight, light heavyweight, middleweight. And lightweight champion in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. All in one gym. All in one, yeah. So, like, that's that's fairly impressive. Yeah. That's an international fight week as well. That would be, like, the perfect way to end it off. Uh, international fight week, 226. There's a couple of fights that could be on that card mm. as well to look out for. Yeah. Um. Just before we get there, just a question on um, the light heavyweight division. Do you feel yeah. bad for Alexander Gustafsson that he's not getting his title shot? Uh, I saw he felt like he was hard done by it. But the thing is, he hasn't, like, he's been out. And if you're not sort of involved in the last six months you're sort of not really involved yeah not seen not heard yeah. not cared about yeah um, yeah no I just want to get your quick take on that yeah. but uh, 226 there also could be Cyborg versus Amanda Nunes what do you think of that Um, I'd like to see it I find it hard to believe that like Amanda Nunes she's the champion and people barely even really know anything about her and she knows that if she takes on Cyborg no matter win lose or draw more people will know who she is. And she's also not fighting for her belt. As in, she'll remain champion, yeah. win, lose, yeah. or draw. So I also think that in the women's bantamweight division, like, who's Man Nunes going to fight next? You know what I mean? Like, there's Raquel Pennington, but no one knows who she is either. So that's irrelevant. And then the women's featherweight division doesn't actually exist. Yeah. So you might as well do champion versus champion. Yeah. And uh, also, she's fought the ne- the biggest names. Like, she yeah. fought Misha Tate and she fought Ronda Rousey. Yeah. I mean, like, you can't just go down and fight, like, this unknown person yeah it does nothing for your career especially because she's got no star power off them fights I feel a bit like she's like unfortunate she didn't get to fight Holly Holm as well you know what I mean yeah yeah Um, yeah. that's not a payday yeah yeah, so it it was unfortunate for her but there you have it they they were sort of the fights that were so um, then you have um, the final one which is possibly like two of the most talented people in the entire UFC Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson looks like he's going to defend his title against TJ Dillashaw and like put those three fights on the on the card, absolutely incredible. Like uh, like it would be absolutely musty TV. Like I'll be sitting in that yeah. Saturday watching it, be like, oh my god, I don't care what. Like I don't care if they're the only three fights on the pay per view card. I'll be absolutely entrail- like absolutely like my eyes won't leave the TV. Yeah. But the only thing is, if you do this, you're putting six champions onto the one pay per view, and you could really affect the other pay per views coming down the line. And that's where someone, if they do do this, someone like Nate Diaz could end up with a lot of power because they're going to need someone to head on a pay-per-view and if they don't have a title available they're going to need Nate Diaz or Conor McGregor yeah I know yeah. but um, what do you think of the TJ versus DJ fight oh, that would just be so good it'd be funny it'd be two little like munchkins running around the place yeah but like spider monkey munchkins that it, kill you it's um, two of the most like elite athletes yeah. I think I've ever seen like Dillashaw's angles are so good my mate's yeah. so fast like it's sort of weird because you never sort of think Demetrius Mouse Johnson and think, oh, he's excellent submissions, but like he's finished like two of his last people by armbar and like in like they were crazy armbar as well. Yeah, and it, he's just it, so fast and yeah, active. yeah. Uh, that's why like the, the always, people always wanted uh, George Saint Pierre to take on Anderson Silva. Yeah. He was the best ever. Yeah. I feel like this is like the miniature version of that. Oh no, hundred um, percent. And about champs as well. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible, and that's where someone like GSP as well. Or Brock Lesnar, I don't know what his story is, is going to be like, they have a chance to now come back and hold a lot of chips and be like, ask for massive pay for you because they're the ones who are going to have to fill in those gaps if all those champions end up fighting someone else. 
Um, other than that, also I think the winner of DC versus Steve Miocic could end up fighting John Jones next if he comes back, which would be incredible as well. Would you say like imagine DC taking on Jones a heavyweight, like a heavyweight, yeah? I'd be interested. Oh, to see John that. Jones is so good, man. I'd like yeah. to see if Miocic beats DC. I'd like to see Miocic take on John Jones yeah. first fight back. That could be like the end of year. Yeah, I don't want to see a warm-up fight for John Jones because he's probably going to fuck something up anyway, so yeah. I want to see the best fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that'd, be a, that'd be a great thing to go to International Fight Week. Um, yeah. Let us know if you're actually thinking about going. Yeah. Or like, that'd, be, that'd be cool to like actually meet some people there as well because we'd definitely make sure Ross like, got up and tried to win the competition again. If we try. Well, attempted. W- once a minute, I'm going to win it. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But like, no, but like, we have to get me in the competition. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I love, it. I love. If we like went to everyone and just, like I won them all. Yeah, and they'd be like the UFC. They'd be, like, they'd be like UFC guy. Yeah, this is that crazy Irish guy with the flag. Yeah, with the flag. Should we bring the flag to Manchester? I think we should I, for like the rugby match. I don't know where it is. Do I have it? Yeah. All right, I'll find it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, over the weekend there was some UFC fights, so we're just gonna go through them. Yeah, um, so the main event was Derek Brunson versus Ronaldo Jacare Souza. Yeah, um, if you didn't see this, uh, we actually backed Jacare for the win. Well, I actually thought well, Brunson was I, I going to be... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you did, yeah. Because yeah. I thought after watching Jacare versus Whitaker, I was like, oh, maybe Father Time tapped him on the shoulder and was the, it was time up. Yeah. But you know what? I think Jacare, like, he was like, I've already beaten this fella. I can beat him again. But he, did, he, he sort of hit him with that head kick. Brunson ran across the octagon, fell down, and then... Jack Ray just looked so composed when he was finishing, didn't he? He was just like, punch, he, he is like, punch. He is like a sensei. Yeah. He is like the definition of martial artist. Like, yeah, he was, just, he was just so cool, calm and collected. Like, as soon as he hit that head kick, he was like, oh, this is like, um, this is like car, parking your car, doing it with your eyes closed. I mean, he just did it. Uh, what a man, what a man. Even his entrance, oh, such a cool deal. Uh, we put a poll out, it was 55% people think that he deserves a title shot next. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think it's going to be weird because, like, Whitaker's going to have to fight the winner of Romero versus thing, but who knows? He could just hold it out. Um, for me personally, I'd like to see him fight Chris Wyman next. Why not? Good I show. think it's a, a decent matchup for the two of them. Yeah. Also, uh, controversially, oh, sorry, oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, here we go. Uh, Andre Feely controversially beat Dennis Bermudez in the featherweight division by a split decision. Um, what you make of this now? Because this is me personally of... watching it. I thought Dennis Bermuda has actually got the win. Yeah, I think like he almost like outlanded him two strikes to one. And I felt like Feely got like a few takedowns in, but like he didn't actually manage to hold him down. Yeah, that's the therefore thing, yeah. I was a bit like, I think the judges need to like seriously have a look at themselves. Yeah. But like just because you get some, if I take you down, you get straight back up. Like that's not the same as me taking you down and like yeah. getting on top of you. Yeah, he was playing sort of the points game. It was weird. Yeah. It was sort of like very tactical. And I feel because he's like longer and ranger. I felt like when he gets in now. It looks a lot sharper than when Bermudez does because Bermudez gets in and like throws like a few combinations and it doesn't look like he gets as much off. Yeah, I found when Philly was throwing his strikes, it was a bit more. I don't know. It was a bit more obvious that he was like attacking. Yeah, uh, like the thing is, right? He looks like he has potential for a bit of star power now, especially mm. with the whole team alpha male background and your eye favor. But the thing is, like in a way. Like you can tell the UFC are like desperate to find anyone with any star power. Yeah, but like yeah, he has a bit of a look to him, and yeah, a, bit, a bit of swagger yeah. to him. Yeah, but the thing is, I hope the UFC don't overpromote him. No, because once you start doing that with certain people, they're like, I'm, I'm not already the world champ. I'm amazing, yeah. and then they go and lose, and you're just like, maybe they weren't yeah. that good. I like, I like see him fight Muzz, uh Fury Jury next. That's who I like to see him fight. Yeah, what about Dennis Bermudez now? Where is he sort of go with this? I think maybe Dennis Bermudez should fight maybe like Jason Knight. I think that'd be a good fight for him. Um, just more because like 
they're both sort of sluggers. It's not even that they're both sluggers. They both sort of went on a bit of a streak and then lost one or two. So like maybe that's the right fight for them to make. Okay. Um. Also, there was one fight I was actually really looking forward to seeing, and that was Gregor Gillespie taking on Jordan Rinaldi. Uh, Gregor Gillespie is like undefeated in MMA. Um. Uh, unbelievable background in wrestling I didn't know he had such a great story mm. and then he was taking on Rinaldi who's actually from Charlotte and uh, he beat him and he beat him handily as quite well quite impressively yeah, yeah. Gregor Gillespie looks like he's like a total package he looks like he's got the grappling skills and he's got it on the feet Um, I think he's got a, a lot of KO record or like knockouts on his record but you know, he just looks like he's a bit of something to him yeah after he said in the mic that he's not looking to become the champion he's looking to just come in there and like do his do his business like he yeah. just you know what I mean. So it was sort of like it was cool that he was like I don't give a shit. Yeah, sort of he, you know what I mean. I think he's I think he's more so in the like I'm still hungry. I I just want the next fight stage. Yeah. he's not. He hasn't like seen the dollar sign, so therefore he hasn't like lost interest. Yeah, it was sort of refreshing in a way. Mm. Uh, is there any other shadows you want to do from that Charlotte card? Uh, no, I think it was fairly basic card. I wasn't that impressed with. It. I was surprised it was actually on Big Fox. Yeah, but um, we have UFC in Brazil this weekend. I don't really like the Brazilian shows, but. We'll get to it. Yeah. Also, uh, I feel like the production on them is so much worse. Yeah. Also, uh, Bellator was on on Friday and Lorenz Larkin beat uh, Fernando Gonzalez. Fernando Gonzalez. After Gonzalez didn't make weight, uh, went to decision. Nothing amazing there. And also, the next Bellator event will be in uh, the heavyweight Grand Prix. Matt Mitrione will be taking on Roy Nelson. So that's definitely something to look forward yeah. to. Uh, so this weekend it's UFC Brazil and there's just a couple of a couple of fights we're going to pick out here to make sure you look out for. Um, I think we should just basically look at the women's flyweight division Valentina Shevchenko uh, the bullet yeah. is taking on uh, Priscilla Kachineria. Um insert a name here insert name. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko is the best flyweight in the world She once she wins this she'll get a flyweight title shot against Nicola Montana Fly, it's, it's quite weird to see that there's a women's flyweight champion and a women's featherweight champion but like if you go into UFC rankings they don't exist Um. I'm excited to see the bullet Shevchenko get the win here because I think she's unreal. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast. With Rose. Yeah, with Rose. Yeah. And uh, Pat Barry and Rose like gave a massive shout out to Valentina saying like if it wasn't for her they probably wouldn't have done so well against Joanna. Uh, Joanna. Yeah, that fight was actually named as well. Joanna yeah. Rose. Yeah. Oh, Joanna. We talked about that on last yeah, week's yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. That, that would be a great one for uh, UFC 223. Yeah. Uh, then in the bantamweight division John Dodson's taking on Pedro Moon- Munoz. Munoz yeah Pedro Munoz uh, recently beat Rob Font by guillotine and then Rob Font went and stopped uh, Almeida so like Munoz is one of these people who's like very well skilled but he's like a much better grappler so therefore I find like the grapplers don't get the push as much and then everyone's seen John, yeah. John Dodson fight he's very exciting he's heavy hands good wrestling those backflips in the cage yeah. and everything. He's like a bit of a worse version of Demetrius Johnson. He actually is. That's like a very good way of describing yeah. him. Yeah. Um, for me, I sort of like Dodson by decision here. Um, I think Munoz is very cool, but I feel like Dodson's... No one ever beats Dodson well. Yeah. But... Moving on to the main event of the evening. Uh, in the middleweight division, Leona Machida has taken on Eric Anders. Um... Leona Machida is coming in. He's obviously like the name for the yeah. Zelda card now. Yeah. But uh, Leona Machida right, has this card riding on his back. Yeah, it's in Brazil. Yeah. It's in Belum, Brazil. Yeah. And like they're like, Leona the Dragon. Yeah. And he's coming off a loss as, against Derek Brunson. And he was actually like out for ages before that for failing the drug test. Yeah. Um, what are you expecting from this fight, Ross? Well, I'm actually expecting that Eric Anders to come in here and get the win. Eric Anders used to be like a linebacker 
in American football and he's just he's never lost and I, I don't see him losing although like in saying that he hasn't fought some of the caliber of Leo Machida and Leo Machida is so good at like catching people when they're coming in so if he's not careful he might get caught by the dragon but I'm just going to say the young dog the young dogs are beating the old lions a lot more as of late so I'm going to go for the young dog <laughs> I'm going to go for Machida. I'm just, I'm, I'm sort of like, I, lo- I, lo- I know like, you can't like be like, love. Yeah, but the nostalgia of yeah, Machida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's still like one of the old school lads. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But, uh, it's sort of like, if he loses this, he's sort of like, Sort of, sort of brown bread yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 like you'd sort of like to see one last title on him because he's always exciting to watch yeah um, um, here just pick out any other names there for people to look out for Ross. Uh, Thiago Santos versus Anthony Smith to start off the main card that would be a good midway fight someone's going to win by knockout and then you have your mate Dirty Bird Tim Means for uh, Sergio Marias on the undercard they will both be very very good fights so I'll be looking forward to seeing both of them okay so I think that sort of sums up the MMA News for the week. Yeah. Uh Roscoe, what you make of the MMA show so far? Um great news, poor fight cards. That's yeah. what I would say. Yeah, we're actually sort of lucky we're in Manchester, so like yeah. if you don't really if you don't catch it live. Yeah, like really see I'll record that and watch it on Sunday. Yeah. But uh that's what it, that ends the MMA part of the show. So thanks a minute for staying you, tuned. You know what I just realised? Well, Sorry, before we finish that, we're going to put up a poll like Machida versus Sanders, and no one's going to even know who Anders is. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so thanks for staying tuned so far. We're going to move into the world of football. Uh, this is soccer now for people who aren't sure, but uh, also on Sunday, the Super Bowl is actually on Sunday. Oh, yeah. So Tom Brady is going for his sixth Super Bowl, and Patriots are playing the Eagles. Um, Tom Brady so far has played in seven Super Bowls. He's won five of them. He lost both to the New York Giants. So he's not playing the New York Giants this time. So I'm saying the Patriots are going to win. Do the New York Giants have the same quarterback both times? Yeah, Eli Manning. Oh, Peyton yeah. Manning's brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is actually quite funny because people used to argue that Peyton Manning was always the better quarterback, but Eli Manning had won more rings until Peyton won one with the Broncos. Yeah. Tom Brady, man. What an yeah. absolute legend. Yeah, especially considering he's like nearly 40 as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just sitting there going, like, he's going to have to touch another finger onto his hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are they, are they going to, like, will he have a movie made about him, would you say? Probably will, but the thing, the thing about the Patriots that I've learned from speaking to a lot of people in work, because I obviously got a lot of American tours in, the Patriots and the Eagles are actually like the two most hated fan groups in the whole of the NFL. Like, apparently they're both like absolutely obnoxious. Everyone hate Tom Brady, like everyone hates him because he's so good. Because yeah, yeah. you're like, it's you, like Man United. Yeah, and um, I was talking to Jake, and he was telling that, like, you know the way there's like two divisions in the NFL. Well, over the last fourteen years, only four quarterbacks from one division have got to the Super Bowl. There's oh. been like Peyton Manning, Joe Flacco, Ben Roethlisberger, and Tom Brady. And, like, for the last 14 years, it's been them four and no one else. So, like, that just shows how, like, dominant Tom Brady's been. It's a, it's actually amazing. And he's had the same head coach as well. So it's, yeah. Yeah, so it's just yeah, but why like, would you get rid of the head yeah, coach? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a bit like Roy Keane, uh, Alec Ferris. It's like, it's like as, yeah. soon as, as soon as they lose, lose or leave, the better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, like, yeah. it's too good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, that, that should be a good crack to watch anyway. Yeah, no, yeah. it will be. And, like, we'll be coming back from Manchester, so we'll watch that night. Yeah. So... We're gonna in the football world. Uh, we're gonna kick off the show, the with the Irish manager Martin O'Neill signing a new two-year contract with the Irish football team. Mm. Uh, Ross, there was talk about him actually going to Stoke, and now he's after staying for another two years. Um, are you happy with this, or what's your actual opinion on this? Look, I'm gonna call a spade as spade as it is, right? Spade. A, a lot of people were not happy about this. Some people were, but like, I look at all the people who weren't happy. I'm sitting there going, "Hold on, who did you think we were gonna get in and said?" 
Oh, you know is, that, is that what you're sort of thinking? Yeah, I was like, I, I, thought, I thought people were sort of upset because uh, they were thinking he wanted to leave. No, I, th- I think people were saying that when we got hammered by Denmark and there were questions of decisions and there were questions of team selection, there was questions of style of play. Yeah. I was just sitting there going, look, we don't have the best squad of players. Yeah. He's getting an awful lot out of this squad. And I'm also sitting there going, who else do you think we're going to get in as manager? He's by far the best manager. I know, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. So I'm just sitting there going, I'm just delighted he's decided to stay on and play. Like, does he play the best style of football? No. But he plays the most winningest style of football for Ireland to play. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, realistically, no one goes to Ireland games to be wowed by the football. Yeah. They just hope we get a result. Yeah. That's, you know that's the best oh, we thing. We hope we get a result. Yeah, that's the thing about sporting Ireland because we're yeah. sort of like, you never know. Yeah. And then like, when we actually do it, you're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, I think everyone before every single Ireland game, like regardless of playing Brazil or Spain, like, Oh well, you know, if we keep a nil all to the seventieth minute, we could nick a goal and win one nil. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's said before every single game. Yeah, Martin Neal <laughs> should probably now now that he has a new two year contract. He should probably be like right lads, never ever score in the first half. Yeah, just keep it tight until the eightieth minute, score and then defend. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because we can't we can't hold out over eighty yeah. minutes. Oh no, aka Denmark game. Yeah. Uh, also, what's your take on it? What? Martin oh, Martin Neal. Yeah. Um, I like I had no problem with him staying. Like I yeah. like I was like yeah. Keep him on, especially and, with Keno. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be as happy if Keno left. No, no, I think Keno, like the lads, have so much respect for him. They also he has a bit of fear factor into yeah. the lads. But on another positive Irish note, Seamus Coleman is back in training. Yeah, this is brilliant. Our Irish captain Seamus Coleman's back. Um, it was actually it was actually weird watching Ireland in the qualifiers without him because you were sort of like we're not that good. But if he was actually there, it'd be like such like another solid player to have on the pitch. Yeah, he was you almost to, forgot he was gone. Yeah, because he would like gallop down the wing. Yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. And like it was, it was almost like a lot of weaker nations they get into this habit, and there was a, there was talks of it happening that like when your player becomes one of your better players in the team, like they sort of move into the midfield. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah and there was yeah, actually yeah. talk about that. Like if you look at like um, for Austria, Alaba plays centre midfield because he's by, by far their best player, so like they need him to be on the ball as much as he can. Yeah, yeah. So they move him, like, his left back. We play centre midfield for Austria. And I think there was like talk of like moving, coming right. up the front pitch, right. like getting on the right wing. Right wing, yeah. So um. Because, like, you look, sort of look at it and you're like, Chrissy's actually not that bad. You know what I mean? Uh, right back. Like, in fairness, Chrissy's not very good. But, like, in terms of Irish players, you know what I mean? There was no one else, really. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's like, try and get the best 11 players on the pitch. Like, and we'll worry about positions later. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, right, uh, best 11 players. Four of them are goalkeepers. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, luckily in lot. Yeah, go for the throw-ins. Yeah. <laughs> Great for the throw-ins, lads. Uh, well, for penalties, we'd be sorted. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, also... The League of Nations was announced and Ireland are taking on Denmark and Wales. Uh, Ross, first of all, I don't think I'm the only confused person by this whole entire competition. And uh, you look pretty confused as well. I actually went to look it up because I, like, I was like, what is this? Because like, someone told me about the League of Nations and then I like, oh, well, looked up and you'd already put it on the story. And I was like, I was like hold on. And I never once heard of this. I felt like UEFA decided one day they were going to do it and the next day they set up the competition. Yeah. Apparently, there's a lot of teams in the top seed. There's like A, B, C, D, and there's a lot of teams in the top seeds, and then it goes down. Ireland and like the B seed. Yeah, we're gonna have to play Wales and Denmark. I, I think twice. I assume, uh, over the case of time, whoever wins the group will go up to seed A, and whoever loses will go into group C. Um, I don't really understand how it's gonna work. Apparently, it's gonna affect the Euro qualifiers. I honestly do not have a clue how it happened, how it came about, or why we're even doing it. Yeah, no, yeah. I I think very poorly done. Not very well, uh, like not very well explained. No yeah. really came out like John Delaney. Would he not be like, oh, all right, lads? Uh, this is how it works. This is how it works. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? He probably doesn't know himself. Probably doesn't know himself. Like, yeah. like I don't think anyone knew the League of Nations was going to be a thing 
until the draw came out. Yeah. And well, that's sort of it. Last time we played Wales, we beat them in Wales and we drew with them in Ireland. Uh, that's actually where Seamus Coleman broke his leg. Yeah. And then um, we played Denmark, we drew with them in Denmark and lost 5-1 at home. Yeah. So, well, I mean, at least we know, we can say that we know what way these teams play. Yeah. And uh, Martin Neal, I think, is like a really good manager to, to be like, right, we know what we're looking for. Put it this way, we're not going to lose 5-1 Denmark in either game next time we play them. No. I'm actually, I'm, I'm looking forward to going to more Ireland games as well. It's a really good crack. Uh, also, unfortunately for the Irish football team, uh, James McCarthy uh, broke his leg. Basically the same injury as Seamus Coleman. Yeah. So, uh, Someone Rondon yeah. like, kicked him. Yeah, and he's literally, he literally just got back into the Everton mm. team with the yeah. new manager now. So that's yeah, really yeah, yeah, shit news. Big Sam was actually loyal to him, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 He's going to be out for a long time. Yeah. He's probably, he's definitely out for the rest of the season. Yeah, I oh, know, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like we wouldn't be missing him and Robbie Brady if we went to the Euros. Imagine how terrible we'd be. You would have to get the shin guards on that. <laughs> <laughs> so what else in the yeah. world of football news? Yeah, okay. Uh, if you sport, if you watch football, you've definitely seen this VAR stuff coming in. Um, also, it, Liverpool played West Brom. Yeah, um, I found I found like the, hold on. Do you, do you know why it was like trial for that game first? Because didn't seem to be in the other cup games. Um, it was in. The Chelsea game, I think. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Well, it was used a lot during Manson the Liverpool game. game anyway. Yeah, yeah. I felt like the, the referee was like overusing it on purpose. Like it, like, it was almost as if like heads or tails and they're like, oh, here, get the VIR out to see what came out. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, there's reason. going to be positive things for this. There's going to be negative things for this. Yeah. Um, first of all, it was actually very, well, the first half was a very good game anyway. Man, it was um, deadly. Yeah, I was, was, I was watching, deadly, man. I was watching it and Firmino scored this brilliant chip and then next thing you know, like, Sky hadn't put back on the bleeding game and it was one all. Yeah. Um, Rodriguez scored the, the screamer, but then then it went two one up, and then there was the disallowed goal. Yeah, and then there was a penalty that wasn't given that was given, and then there was no goal, and it, there was absolute carnage throughout the game. The ref, I think, used about seven or eight minutes going to this video video ref. Um, I feel like this is almost like a cop out for referees that they can like award a penalty. And then go, oh, we'll check the VAR and be like, oh, no penalty, fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you see, some of these referees, I think, are going to be like, oh, I'm going to get more time on, on the camera. Yeah. So they might like start playing up to it. Whereas, realistically, football's all about the players. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter who the ref is. I could be the ref. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, hopefully they get a suit, like fixed very very soon so uh, I mean it's just like it's just like right bang goal or like bang not a goal you know what I mean like that's that's you, really what you know what I'd love to know right I'd love to know if you stop five Spanish fans could they name yet one referee in the Spanish league because people seem to know all the names of all the English referees you know what I mean yeah but more eyes are on I know yeah but I'm just more so being like Bar Graham Pole like 10 years ago I knew like Bar uh, yeah. Colina like I didn't know any of the refs you yeah. know what I mean like yeah, it was yeah. just like it was like the fat lad with the moustache, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what you were like, that was the ref, you yeah, know what I mean? Jeff Winters, I think, was name was. Yeah, but your was man, like, that referee in that Liverpool game was just like constantly doing it. It was just like, it almost, it, was, it sort of felt like a rugby match. And the thing is, that there's no screen. So in the stadium, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whereas in rugby, like, you, like, you can actually hear the ref talking. So, yeah. like, people know what's going on. So, they really need to step that up very sharpish. And it's sort of like, this is a professional organisation. I'm surprised oh. they haven't sorted it out straight away. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm also very surprised that rugby, a game with, you know, one hundredth of the budget does it about ten times better than a game like football. He was like, Kajillion's more money to get it right. You know yeah. what I mean? Do you think footballers will now start respecting the referees more and not really like shouting at them like, where, like well, the way they're doing like, the, the ref is going to get it more right all the time. So therefore, like, y- you can't really give out to the ref when the decision is right. You know what I mean? So like, I yeah. feel like, I feel like, I feel like, 
a player could like do a foul but then convince the ref he didn't do a foul you know what I mean and now like he won't be able to do that yeah see that's the thing in football where it's sort of like you sort of like I'm not mad in the diving obviously yeah. if it works for your own team you're like yes but if it works against you you're like I hate that guy yeah but uh, it's sort of you know what I mean it's like don't you sometimes the balls go out for throw-in you're like yeah. my ball and it's yeah. like like you're like yes I got it but like yeah you knew you knew you touched the last yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, like I, I enjoy that stuff yeah yeah that's that's good shit to talk about in the pub you know mm. but um we're gonna okay so VAR how long um, how long do you think it'll, it'll be until it's like properly gone I think it's gonna be another two or three months to before they, they're like they're like right this is it and I feel like they're gonna have to put like a limit on it because I don't be sitting there watching replays for the entire game yeah 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 you know I think there was at least seven or eight minutes added on that game due to VAR that's a lot yeah so hopefully it's sort it out quick it should be like boom, 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 boom. Do you know what I mean? Like if you can Skype someone in Australia from Ireland, like I mean, you should be able to like just go, yeah, it's a goal straight away. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to look at some of the main transfers as well this week. Um, th- Transfer talk! I, th- I think we should start off really with because Alexis Sanchez. Yeah, um, made his home debut. Yeah, yeah, we actually broke it. Well, his way debut, but yeah. We, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Alexis Sanchez, first game, man of the match. I actually was surprised that he actually got man of the match. Yeah. I didn't think he was that amazing. But I liked his determination anytime he lost the ball to just keep going with it. And that's mm. definitely going to drive the whole United team forward. You know, they went 4 0 in that FA yeah. Cup game. And it was actually. And he got an assist as well. Yeah, he got an assist as well. It was, and that pitch was terrible. It was like bouncing all over the yeah. place, that place. But uh, there's certain transfers that we're going to look at. Um, Aubameyang to Arsenal, 60 million. Yeah, well, this, this is like a, a, a triangle that's about to happen, isn't it? Yeah. So we'll start off with Aubameyang. Going from Borussia Dortmund to Arsenal. Look, I think this is a great signing for Arsenal. Aubameyang's got a lot. He's got pace. Um, he's good goal scoring record in Germany. Yeah. And like, he's not that old either. So like, I feel twenty nine. Yeah. So like, you, you know, I mean, you have another three years out. Yeah. So like, at this stage, sixty million for a world class striker, I, I perceive to be slightly cheap. To be honest. Yeah. Um. Do you think they're gonna play him up front with Lacazette, or do you think they play him as a lone striker? Because we all know that like Ozil can put a true ball into him. And yeah. Um. Well, you have Mkhitaryan and Ozil, like two of the best assisters in the Premier League, trying to assist Aubameyang or Lacazette. I'll be interested to see what way they go. I almost think they'll play a bit more narrower and they'll play like a four four two, uh, with like Ozil and Mkhitaryan being like attacking midfielders, and then they'll probably maybe put like Wilshire in a defensive role alongside Jacka. Wilshere's doing really well, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's actually really improved. But the funny thing is, Jack Wilshere is also out of contract at the end of the year. And yeah, like, if he, if Arsenal aren't careful, you know what I mean, they don't like sign him up to like, they should offer him a two-year deal at least, you know what I mean, just to get him signed up, as opposed to... I, th- I think some of the players are holding out because they want to see what's actually going on, you know what I mean? Yeah, true. Yeah, but like, I don't think they actually necessarily want to leave. I think it's just no. sort of like, here, look, if you're not going to fix this... What's the Ozil saying? And Wilshere. Yeah, if they guarantee someone else is coming. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like, put it this way. They might have lost Sanchez, but I think they're in a stronger position if they get Aubameyang and Mkhitaryan than with a Sanchez who doesn't want to be there. Yeah, yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Uh, Arsenal are currently coming sixth, uh, three points off Spurs in, in fifth. Basically, Aubameyang is the hope for top four, isn't it? Yeah, five points off Liverpool in fourth. Do you think Arsenal can get into the Champions League spots, man? I'm going to say no, because I feel like the teams ahead of them are strong enough that they're not going to let us slip. Although, then again, I feel like United and City are like guaranteed top two, and then yeah. like Chelsea. Chelsea, Chelsea are three points behind United. Yeah, Ch- Chelsea are sort of so weird because like I feel like everyone knows Conte's leaving at the end of the season. So like, what are they playing for? 
then you have Liverpool who like go and beat Man City but then go and lose to Swansea so like and West Brom yeah and West Brom you don't know what they're actually doing and then you have Spurs who like Harry Kane if he scores goals in the game they win if he doesn't they lose so as much as Arsenal looked like they were out of the running there like a few weeks ago without Alexis because it looked like they were just losing Alexis and getting known now they've got McTarran getting Aubameyang they look like they're a strong side again so I feel like can they get top four probably will they probably not yeah. I think they'll probably end up fifth. Yeah, well, like if you if you're sort of looking at Chelsea, like United and City are definitely going to come in the mm. top three. Yeah. Put it that way, uh, Chelsea, Morata's not scoring. No, they're relying on uh, Hazard to really kick into gear and score all the goals, and um, and, and, they're, after, and they're after getting in Giroud now. Yeah, so they basically they're they can't they're saying they can't rely on Badashui and they're now getting Olivier Giroud to come in and score the goals, and they share share all share the load share the load with Morata. I. I find it is weird because like Chelsea, they were going to get Zeko in whatever way that didn't work out. They were going to get Crouch. They were going to get Ashley Barnes. They were going to get Andy Carroll. I was like, how are the champions of England like linked with all these like absolute like mid range strikers? So if you look at it, if you're looking at it that way, right? Like Man City are fine. They have yeah. the harmony. You know they're fine. They have yeah. the harmony. Those two are miles ahead. Yeah. Right. Next one is Chelsea. And they have zero harmony going on there with this Conte blaming the yeah. board. He's probably going to leave at the end of the season. Uh, then, like, Hazard might go to Real Madrid if this Ronaldo situation's yeah. not sorted. Like, so, uh, like Conte. Uh, uh, and Cor- Courtois could be gone with him yeah. as well. Yeah, and then, um, then they're going to drop off even more. Suppose yeah. you know who they might be getting. Uh, Luis Enrique. Yeah? Yeah, as manager, yeah. It'd be interesting. But, um, yeah, what do you think of Drew signing for Chelsea? I feel like he's just going to do the same job at Arsenal as he does for Chelsea. I feel like it's not he's not going to set the world on light, no. but like he's better than Vokes, Crouch, or Carroll. Vokes, Crouch. Yeah, uh, man, he's not really going to do anything. He's or probably going to Barnes, probably going to just sell a few shirts, really. Yeah, um, yeah so that's what it covers: Aubameyang, Badashiri, and Giroud. Well, what about Badashiri going to Dortmund? Do you think that's sort of just like a like for like replacement, really, but like, like a less a less good version? Joe, it was nice knowing you, man. You're probably never going to see him again. But, all right, Barry. Out of the three, who got the best deal? Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. They've got there the best go. player, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's also Liverpool's Daniel Sturridge, who actually wants to make the World Cup squad this summer. Is that going to loan to West Brom? Um, I feel like this was a big move for him to make, as in like... Big decision. As in like... I feel like a lot of pride was swallowed here yeah. to take that move. Yeah, because even um, Danny Ings is getting into the, getting on for Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. And who's manager of Ingsy. West Brom? Is it Pardew, is it? Yeah. So Pardew, it's actually funny that they just knocked Liverpool out of the cup and now he's going for yeah. West Brom. Yeah, he's like, I uh, want to get that FA Cup medal. Um, so, <laughs> look, there's Ron on there and there's Sturge there. I feel like, the, I don't know, uh, Pardew I think wants and to play Rodriguez. two up. Play, uh, and Rodriguez. Yeah. And Pardew started to play two up top. So, that's the thing, yeah. Um, I feel like that's going to really work out in Sturge's favour. He'll get a bit of game time. And I feel like if Sturge gets game time, he'll score goals. Yeah. So, I think it's a great move for Sturge. Um, and if he does decently there... He could maybe force a way back into the Liverpool side on a return uh, at the end of the loan. Or maybe get a transfer to one of the other sort of not-so-top... Maybe, like, maybe Chelsea might take. You know what I mean? The thing is, he's already played for Chelsea. Oh, no, he's yeah. already played for City. City. He's already played for Liverpool. Played for Liverpool. I feel like he went to Bolton as well. Yeah, I feel like a Chelsea return could be his only other possible move in the top. Like, if Arsenal have Lacazette and Aubameyang, like, you know, never going to buy him. City aren't going to buy him back. Like Spurs have Harry Kane. I feel like Chelsea's the only one where you could go and like not be first choice striker there as well. 
you know what I mean? You see the thing is, I think he wants to, he wants to play though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but like his legs are sort of coming out. And he's not. You can't. He, like, yeah, but I'm also can't like, play a full season. Yeah, yeah, but I'm also like, you can't be the superstar at West Brom. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can't be a superstar at West yeah. Brom. As in, like, you, you, like you have to want more than that. And yeah, there was yeah. weird like talks of him like going to like Italy and stuff like that. I just don't think like English strikers work out well abroad. No one's none of the English strikers have really done like Michael Owen didn't really do it in Real Madrid. Joy, he'll probably. I see like Klopp is just not a big fan of them. No. Like, so. Do you know what, if he could set the he could, he could play a great up front with uh, Harry Kane yeah. in the in the Euros and then like yeah. maybe Spurs oh, sorry, in the World Cup yeah and then yeah. Spurs could look at him maybe yeah because Harry like, Kane might yeah but like I think he's I think he's moved West Brom to get on the plane but I don't think he's going to get on the pitch if that makes sense know, I think yeah Rashford's like ahead. Rashford's ahead of him yeah because yeah. like Sturge is sort of person you could bring on you could get injured on the pitch yeah. and you're like oh and also like Sturge isn't going to the next Euros or the next World Cup I feel like this is his last tournament he gets yeah it. I don't think you know he's going to last it really yeah I feel like I feel like at 32 like he's a 38 year old yeah um, we should mention your mate Delefeu who's after going from Barcelona to Watford what is the story with this guy's career as in like keeps on like making his way back to Barcelona and Barcelona keeps going I'm boy now you know what I mean it's like how Barcelona not sold him like was that Everton I think he was at, was he at Stoke yeah yeah he was at Stoke like he's moving around all the like, he was like at lower. Everton alone yeah. then he went to like someone team in Spain then he was bought by Everton Oh no, he's on loan again. I don't know. Yeah. Here, look, Delafeu. Um, in fairness, he's a very decent player for the Premier League, but like, not Madden. Yeah. Um, what about Lucas Mora, who's after going to Spurs, twenty five million um, from PSG? You know what? I think he's all smoke and mirrors. To be honest, right? I feel like you get a Brazilian in. He has a bit of flair every now and then, but like, I don't think like the, he's the finished article whatsoever. And I feel like when he was in Brazil, he was so highly touted that he's lived off that reputation and I don't think he delivers what you're looking for. I feel like he's, they've signed like Eric Lamella part two. Uh, in fairness, though, he was actually doing, he was doing well at PSG until PSG started signing bigger names and yeah, then uh, he was playing also, less. Yeah, but it's also easier to like do a nice little touchy pass as well when everyone else around is doing all the best passes, you know what I mean? As opposed to like, I don't look at Lucas Moore and be like, he's going to be the creative flair they're going to get. And also, I look at them and have Ericsson, Son and Dele Alli. Does he even get his game? Maybe on the right hand side, yeah. But does Son not play there? Well, Son Son sort of sort of like can sort of play on the left as well. Yeah, but like you you have to put Ericsson and Deli Ali on the pitch, so then they're all attacking midfielders. You have Deli Ali in the hole. And what Ericsson on the Ericsson, right? Ericsson beside uh, Wanyama. Oh, you want to play more of a centre midfielder? Yeah. Maybe that might work. Yeah. I'm. I just sort of look at him and just like. Well, I can't I say and be like, "Your man, you're totally right." You yeah, know, yeah, but I, I, I think the, I think there is a bit of smoke and mirrors in him, and like I'm. I'm not expecting him yeah, to do much. Yeah, but 25 million is pretty good, though. No, 25 million in this yeah. climate is good, especially from someone like PSG, who are, like, doing so well. But, like, well, they yeah. have to balance those books. Yeah. Uh, another person in, Joe Maria, uh, after on the West Ham from Inter Milan. European Championship very, winner. This is a very random sign, because, like, Manny Noy were even linked to this fella. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see what he's going to do. Um, he, he looks like he's very creative. Um, he, looked, he looked very good for Portugal, but I don't know whether... They're gonna look at him to be the next poet or what the story yeah. is because I feel Lanzini plays a similar role to him as well, and like he seems to be one of their focal points at West Ham as well. So it'll be interesting to see where he's gonna fit inside because I think he's playing the right or in the number ten's position, and like sometimes you put someone like that in the other like if West Ham aren't a flash team and then you put a bit of flash in there, it doesn't really work out at times. You know what I mean? In fairness, Joe, he could be like, if I get in here, get into the team, do really well for the next six months, I could get a big move to one of the bigger teams. Yeah, that, that, that's very more than true. But yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> and then... Because uh, it's only a loan move as well. Yeah, it is only a loan move. And then uh, Manchester City are about to break uh, their... Own, own 
transfer record own transfer record for I think it's 59 million for Laporte he's a centre back from France they're getting from Athletic Bilbao yeah. um, I couldn't believe when you told me he had no caps for yeah. France yeah he has no caps for France and they're about to smash the record for him and think about it they already have the French international Mangala in their team who uh, they can't get rid of so hold on Kyle Walker 51 52 million Mendy 53 million John Stones 50 million I'm sure all the Mendy cost 32 million and now Laporte for 59 yeah. million yeah, I think they spent oh. over 300 million on defenders yeah Daniello Daniello as well he was like another 26 million yeah who were like I've seen him walk play twice this year and then like they spent another 30 million on the goalkeeper Ederson didn't they yeah like I'm sitting there going Jesus Christ and you're, you're and then like people like question why they win the league and they look at all the firepower they have but like the amount of money they've spent on that defence is actually frightening isn't it it's outrageous absolutely outrageous uh, to be honest right I know a lot more about this guy's reputation than his actual ability, to be honest. Um, he's got a very good reputation. He's big, looks strong. Um, I, could, I just can't believe that someone could be not capped for the country at 23 and be worth 59 million. Yeah. Um, do you see any other big transfers coming through? Because this is going to be the end of the transfer segment on the show until the summer. Um, not particularly. Obviously, we'll probably talk about transfers after deadline day, the whatever ones are made left after that. But I think we're sort of get the end of the transfer saga whatever's made has been made though obviously one or two last minute deals that people are sort of fretting over I think yeah Um. also we want to give a shout out to Cavani who's after breaking the goal scoring record for PSG with 157 goals beats Latin's record fair play to him yeah um, there, there's a bit of controversy here now about uh, Phil Neville do you hear this <laughs> yeah he did some tweet about he's now the women's English national team coach yeah. and he put out some tweet about saying are the men ready for the cricket or something like that which no one gives a rat about cricket and he goes oh I thought the women would be like collecting the kids or making the breakfast something along those lines wasn't it yeah uh, supposedly it was something you said was something sexist uh, like, you know what, like it's sort of like people are like pointing fingers at him as if they never said like something like in somewhat sort of way and it was an absolute throwaway comment yeah. he, he didn't be like women don't deserve jobs you yeah, know? yeah. He, was like, he was like he was like <laughs> Thought you'd be making the breakfast. You know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah, a real yeah. like sarcastic yeah. off the cuff comment. Every, yeah, the thing is, everyone knows Phil Neville is, yeah. is just such a nice guy. Yeah, man. yeah, Fizzer. Yeah, they're just like, they're, do you know what? Like there was a, there was a woman Sky reporter, and she was just so, like really had it out for him, as if like he he like uh, had like condemned every woman to death. It was yeah, just yeah. like here, look, love, get just take a break. Like come on now. You know what I mean? Like in fairness, he's like after taking the women's national coaching job, like he's hardly doing that if he's sexist. He obviously believes yeah. in the team. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but like other the other like she was the reporter was sort of like, why didn't the uh, why didn't another woman get the job? You know what I mean? They were like, why did this guy with no background in managing get the job ahead of other people? Like, sorry, he's won the Premier League like five times. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like he's in like he's more proven winner than like whatever women's footballer you ever get, and then like. You know what, actually, Man City then, like, merged their Instagram for the women's and men's team. So it's now, like, one Instagram. Yeah. To be honest, like, look, you can say whatever you want, but, like, I don't really have any interest in watching women play football. It's not to the highest standard of men's football. And, like, people can, like, say that's a dreadful thing to say, but, like, that's the truth. You know what I mean? Like, if, like, a League 2 team played the best women's team in the world, like, I presume the League 2 team would win. You know what I mean? So, like, I have no interest in watching women play soccer because it's not it's it, like put MMA for instance right when women fight in MMA like the standard is actually quite high if you know what I mean and then when women play f- soccer it's not as high as the men's standard so like I have less interest in it All it's right. a bit like I don't watch League of Ireland because I don't think the standard is that good 
That's the same you're allowed to like what you want to yeah. like, and you're like, like you don't have to go to like. Yeah, yeah, I should, yeah. You shouldn't be made feel bad. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like you would almost feel bad for being like I don't like care about that. Yeah, yeah. but I, I don't care about men's bowling team yeah. either. So yeah. I mean, like it's like whatever. So it is what it is. Phil Neville, fair play for getting the job. Ross Cowell, you sex. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, the Carabao Cup final has been confirmed. Yeah. It's going to be Manchester City taking on Arsenal in the final. Um, who do you think is going to win this? Uh, I, I, said, I said Arsenal will beat Chelsea. I'm going to say Arsenal are going to beat City. I feel, I, I feel All like, in. Yeah, I feel like Wenger needs this trophy more than he needs anything in his life. Yeah. I, I thought, by the way, I don't see why the FA didn't turn around for Phil Neville and be like, here, look, geez, this, that was just like a throwaway comment. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, yeah, but you sort of need a woman to come out and say that, being like, here, look. Or, you know what I mean? It's, it's a bit like. The fan not, number or something. Be yeah. like, oh, here, look. Here's, yeah, it's like, it like, here, look. We're not all bleeding handbags here, you know what I mean? Yeah. As in, like, we're not all absolute pansies. Yeah, but they were, you know I mean? yeah, but they were giving out saying that, like, they, they were giving out saying that the, the women's. The French women's national team, they should have hired her instead, or they were going for a woman like uh, the guy who was in charge of the Canadian women's team, but he's after being promoted to the men's Canadian team. Oh, you team. know what I think this is all about? Wasn't the old men's women's coach, didn't he do something real weird or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think it was just a bit like another one, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like there's so much shit going on in the world, like, would you not like, f- f- like give out about something else, yeah, give yeah, out yeah. about like world peace, like, yeah. not, not Phil Neville sending a tweet that his wife should be cleaning the kitchen, like, yeah. I mean, like, come on now. Right, uh, and anything else before we go into the quick fire round of fixtures? No, uh, I think that was it. Looking forward to going to Manchester this weekend. Uh, it's great to see Premier League football live. Yeah, uh, okay, well, today is Monday and the podcast is going out on Tuesday. So the Premier League football is on today, aka Tuesday. Uh, we're going to kick it off with Swansea taking on Arsenal. I'm going to go Arsenal. Arsenal, yeah. Uh, West Ham against Crystal Palace. West Ham, Moisey's West. doing a good job. Yeah, West Ham, yeah. Seems like he's trying to get like anyone in. It's like, mm. uh, come on in, lads. They're supposed to be going for some the Rus- some Russian guy. And he's been referred to as the Russian David Beckham. I just never find when someone else yeah. refers to David Beckham. It's yeah. never going to be a good thing. Yeah, and I was looking at him and I was like, that, that guy is not David Beckham. Uh, then at 8 o'clock, Huddersfield versus Liverpool. I think Liverpool are going to score like four goals. Think so, yeah. Uh, yeah, because they, they just lost two on the trot, so they're like, do go win. No Danny Sturridge. Yeah, I'll, say, I'll go Liverpool there as well. Uh, Chelsea are taking on Bournemouth on Wednesday. Oh no, Chelsea will win that. Uh, Chelsea, yeah. Uh, Everton taking on Leicester. I think that's a draw. Draw. Mars is looking alright. Um, Newcastle taking on Burnley. I think Newcastle are going to win. But they got Kendi in from Chelsea and I feel like they're getting somewhere. I think that's a draw. Uh, Southampton versus Brighton. A draw, I think. Draw. Yeah. Manchester City versus West Brom. City. Oops. No, no. Bromby. Draw. Draw. I feel like Sturridge is going to come in and do the business. Yeah? Yeah. That'd be cool, actually. Uh, Stoke taking on Watford. Draw. Draw, yeah. <laughs> uh, Spurs are taking on United on Wednesday. Big game. I find this one interesting. I think I think Marino has the beat in the Pochettino because he beat him last time out, I think. And I remember there was this whole, like, oh, can you know he stop Harry Kane scoring? And Harry Kane didn't really get a look in last time they played. So I think uh, United are going to win 1 0. I'll go United as well. Yeah. Uh, then the fixtures on Saturday uh, kicking Wait, off. Have you ever said United aren't going to win? Probably not. Uh, I think we. I think we did before. Maybe. No, I said they were going to draw and they won. All right. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So on Super Saturday, kicking it off at half twelve, Burnley versus Manchester City. Jeez, we're going to be in the pub from then on, like aren't we? Man City. Uh, Man City. Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth taking on Stoke. Bournemouth. Bournemouth. <laughs> yeah. No, Bournemouth. Home. Brighton versus West Ham. West Ham. Uh, Leicester City against Swansea. 
Leicester City. Oh, sorry, I'll go West Ham and I'll go Leicester. Uh, Man United versus Huddersfield. 4 0 United. Han United. Sanchez will score. I actually don't think he will. Uh, West Brom versus Southampton. West, West Brom. Uh, and at half five, Arsenal versus Everton. Arsenal. And then on Sunday, Crystal Palace is taking on Newcastle. Palace. Willie Zaha. Palace. And then finally, Liverpool are taking on Spurs at half four. Spurs. That'll be a good game. The, the, expect like over 2, uh, 2.5 goals in my game. I, I feel like Deli Ali will come back and they'll be like, lads, you missed out on me. Yeah. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to go Spurs and that. Uh, also, massive shout out to Dave Beckham for... Setting up his Miami football team. Yeah, he's been doing that for the last five years and it's mm. it, that's finally confirmed. By the way, man, like, that fella does just ages like a fine wine. He's probably the best looking yeah. lad in the world, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it's like, like, he, he looks better every time I see him. It's yeah. Like, it's like, man, what are you taking? Yeah, what's he Give taking? Somebody. Even his tattoos and all. It's just like... So how many people like wanted to be like him like after that ninety eight World Cup? Well, yeah. like around that time, with like the the mo that well just the, even the hairstyles. He's just always been the best looking lad in the room. Yeah, bar when Roscoe walks in and oh. Basma, bar when Energize walk in. Like. Yeah, because then we're the best looking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what wraps up the football. But uh, we just have a few things to say about the Irish rugby team playing in the Six Nations this yeah. week. Uh, first of all, I just want to say that the Irish under twenties are playing on Friday and the Irish men's are playing on Saturday and the Irish women's are playing on Saturday as well and we want to wish them all the best of luck but uh, Ross come on you boys you're great do you want to say um, just yeah say just I'm um, really excited for the Six Nations this year um, I think it's a two horse race between Ireland and England um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how the boys are going to play big game start off against France we've got a plan on going to the Italy and Scotland games um, yeah. look it's not going to be easy Playing uh, away to France, isn't it? Yeah. And then England and Twickenham. So I feel like... On St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, on St. Patrick's Day. So I feel like if we're going to beat them, we might as well try and beat them in their own backyard. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a really exciting Six Nations. And I feel like we have a very good squad for this year. Yeah. I feel like we have the right blend of youth and experience in the team. Yeah. And, I feel and there's like, a load of really good youth pushing as well. Oh, no, 100%. Um, Excuse me. I look at some of the players like Stockdale who came in and scored uh, two tries I think it was against South Africa. You have uh, Conlon in the back row, Vanderfleer as well. And then you have that mix with like, you know, you have a Rory Best on the team, you have Toner in the team, then you have your mate Alton Dillon. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's just like the right and mix. Bundy. Yeah, Bundy. Yeah. There's a mix of like experience and like sort of young, but young hunger if yeah. you know what I mean yeah. So, the t- yeah the men's team were over in Spain there for last week and it looked like everyone's getting along very well which is really really good to see yeah so look best luck to the Irish rugby team and as always stay energised